I should have played hookah. Jamal got a hookah pin, episode 57. I'm gonna go Everybody's sparking some shit. I don't have anything. I like the Derrick Henry. <laughs> I can't never go to jail because I'm diplomatic with status. Them and Nils been coming in like a print at the Everybody is smoking till they ain't a smoker. Episode 57. Get your hinds out. Pause. Hey, I don't have any supreme shit in here next to me. But look at you, man, getting dropped. You got the sticker on? Oh, this is from uh, Patrick's uh, TV Bros. Congrats. Yeah. Shout out to Tommy Pat. Little noodles coming soon. So I'm going to get his daughter up. Uh, I got to get a leg to the hook one time. He really hit that. He hit the um, inhaler. Ooh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, smoking look good. Cool. Oh, 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 my ass. 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 Oh, my I did not realize it goes this long before the hood. He's been rapping like two minutes straight. He just dropped up somewhere the other day. This isn't new. This is uh, 2021. Yeah, he dropped the same one. Oh, yeah, I heard the first couple songs. This shit was kind of hard. This one I was going to play. My bad. I like a lot of his I should have just played this. Just like a G, you know? Either way, what's cracking, y'all? What is that? Shit, man. Just chilling. What you said, what is this? I said, what is that? Oh. oh. about to say, you're off the podcast, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said, what is that? Hello, Hello friends. <laughs> Hello, friends. It is I. Man. I am him. Are you Jim Nance? Look, I told Jamal I'm gonna start doing the podcast like this. Hey, fellas, roll in like Chris Collinsworth. One, one time we did. Fuck up, coffee's right there. You got coffee grounds. Remember when Chris Collinsworth was on Man and it was like the worst commentary ever? He was negative as fuck. He was hella negative. Was it being bad? That was oh nine, wasn't it? Bro, one, dude, I feel like you were the one that said he was the most negative person ever when we used to play that shit. Oh, you could be like, nah. that nigga always point out random stats when you have a bet. Man, it is the fourth quarter with three minutes left and they might have been 137 passing yards. Let me tell you, my best takes, I don't remember them. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That means you got a lot. I, shit, I wish they'd do that on Madden now, like complain or something or do something different. I'll, their commentary is ass. It's been the same for so long. I think Madden, like, they build their game for you to play it like three times. You played any more than that, like, it, it, you, the cracks just start exposing themselves. Dude. You got a great point there. <clears throat> and it, it's, like, not designed for you to play multiple seasons in franchise, it doesn't seem like. Oh, hell no. No. Because, no. like, 
I, I was playing. It's funny. I just like won MVP, won the Super Bowl with Justin Herbert, all this shit. And then you come back the next season, and they still do the like out of the University of Oregon, their sixth overall pick in 2020. It's like, nigga, he's MVP, Super Bowl MVP. They don't add like no stats on to like even the stars. Yeah. Kind of Not that anybody no. does do that, but it's like the game stays so basic every year. It feels like they add in those little tweaks because it's like, the same people be in the league for so long. You can I have think that's like the line. saving grace of like 2K is that since they do like the, they do commentary updates and, and because they have so many commentary tracks that have nothing to do with the game. Yeah, it they can let like those, it can, yeah, it can let those like repeated seasons down the line still stay a little bit fresh if you're still listening to commentary just because like they'll, sure. they'll have like KG come on and talk about like the big three Celtics and stuff like that. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what's happening on the court. So it's like, you're yeah. not really out of touch Noticing that much. It, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. not. You, I, I get mad when I remember that my mat, my like audio is on for Madden when I'm playing it versus 2K. It's like, okay, I'm looking for they're gonna have Bill Simmons on or like do some shit and yeah. change some shit up, get different broadcasts yeah, and stuff. Pro <laughs> Second week in a row, I had to do that. <laughs> Y'all remember, remember what he used to have on there before he, my, he first uh, pitching me rolling? Yeah, so, that was yeah. so random. I, I used to like that. I like when you did that. That's what that random. Who does? I was going to say, one. obviously. I like that R. more than that. R.I.P. Big Psych. Damn. Who's, who's that? The dude on the song. You know who Big Psych is. Oh, he's no, the he singer? That, that's the only no, dude. He's the rapper. He's the rapper on that song. That only was on that song. There's no other reason for you to know him. Jamal said you know him like you listening to Big Psych. Well, I'm saying like he's he's on Pac's album a couple of times, and he's on like them Outlaw albums. He's the super big nigga. The Outlaw albums. I'm saying you might have heard. Wait, one. you didn't listen to the Outlaw albums? Dude, he's on a. Uh, Wait, also what? On, uh... You're off the podcast, bud. You didn't listen to the Outlaw. Albums. That's a bit different than Thief in the Night. <laughs> yeah, nah, but uh, that's my fairy on Thug song. So that's the lead. Name, I'm <laughs> hey, that's what he says. Like a thief in the night. I still anything but some pussy. Hey man, he shout out to uh, Consent. On that, even on that same project, no, it's on Barter Five. Said, I'll get prison and fuck your father. That is the still the craziest rap line I've ever. Heard. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> I think that's up there. Like yeah, that's, that's the most flagrant thing I've ever heard somebody say. Like a, a man say. Nah. Well, if we can get it out the way real quick. While we're talking about rap lines. You want to hear what I thought about the Harlow album? Yes. Oh yeah. Please. Okay. Um, hold on. Let me go to oh. my screen chats. Shakur okay. finally converted Blake into a big Jack Harlow fan, like he's been predicting for the past uh, month. So let me uh, let me give some background here, right? Mm-hmm. My my opinions and takes on Jack Harlow prior to listening to this, I didn't care about his music at all. I gave the first album, I think, like one spin and didn't finish it. But I, I like him as a person. He's funny. I like when he's on things and talking and like the little clips they have of him doing like red carpet stuff. Like it's all funny. Um, he was he was big on that. Um, Diddy's little basketball thing they did on like Revolt's YouTube channel. He was on there a bunch with Drewski. Like he's a, he's a funny guy. Yeah, and, and like he he was kind of nice at basketball too. And I like um the videos of him like on YouTube like way back in the day rapping with his boys in the in his neighborhood in his suburban neighborhood. Them just gassing everything he's saying, just trying to get out of his little nice little cul-de-sac to get into the rap game. Like he's not trying to be nothing but but Jack Harlow, whoever that is. Um, but just personally, I never cared for his music. I listened to this album at the behest of my good friend Jamal. Um, Thanks, bud. I call it more and, like a demand. Yeah, um, and it's uh, it's it's overall I I wouldn't say it's bad. Um, yeah, it's not a two point nine. 
No, but like, like I'm, I'm not even worried about that person's 2.9. No, I don't care about that. Like, it's one person. Who cares? Um, you wanted to get my opinion on this album. This is my, here we go. Um, it's not bad. I, he has like some incredibly corny lines and songs uh, occasionally. Yeah. Um, but there's like some beats on here that are like, like little brother, like some village type beats, beats yeah. that are like, yo, if, if this is like, can just do more of this type of Jack, then like I'm, I'm with it. But I, I took some, so overall not bad, but I took some screenshots of like some, some lines that I thought were funny. On I got a shot. He said, number one spot, I'm too official. Name ringing bells like school dismissal. She think I'm cold. I seen her nipples. And then in parentheses, seen them. Oh, <laughs> on Churchill Downs with Drake, um, he said, so I'm not going to pull a hundred grand out. I'm hip hop. Do you fully understand? Fully automatic with the jams and they don't jam. Oh, boy. I didn't catch the second half of that one. You didn't catch wow. that? Um, on also on Churchill Downs, he said the kids carry chopsticks, not for rice in the bowl. School counselors all know how the how their life is at home. Cold like the Minnesota Vikings at home. They play in a dome. It's not you can't say cold like them out. They play in a dome. They're not cold. You know what's funny is that was my first thought was like they're actually like not cold at home because they play <laughs> at all. There was a year they were Blair Walsh when they played at the University of Minnesota. Yeah, no, 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 since then they haven't been. When Teddy's knee got destroyed, I want to note how bad rap lyrics sound and look outside the context of the song. Like hearing those without it, it's like, oh, this is awful. And like hearing somebody say it, not that all of these have been awful, they're entertaining, whatever. But like when Mm -hmm. you just hear it or just see it on paper outside the song, it's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, they'd be out there. But um, yeah, no, uh, don't hope. He finds plenty of success. Life keeps doing what he's doing. Do do your thing, Jack Harlow. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something you yeah. can put on and forget is on. I felt like. Yeah, it'd be background like music, I guess. Background yeah, special. Like I haven't gone back to it outside of that week, I guess. But I did. Yeah, I saved some songs. I never. I'll probably. I mean, one day I'm gonna put together the songs that I save off the things and make a playlist. But um, most of the time, I, I listen to albums. I need to do mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, man! So also, yeah. since we on the. Uh, Subject of music, hey man, uh, shout out to uh, Prodigy's music. Uh, what is this? Um, back on there, yeah, back on streaming. Yeah, back on Albert streaming Einstein, go check yes, it out. E equals MC yeah. Square, go check it out. Go check it, HNIC, go check out all that stuff, man. One of, one of the best to ever do. Go listen to that. shit. I was thinking about Prodigy the earlier this week before this happened, and like, you know, like with the Summer Jam screen thing, the Jay Z found the pictures of him doing ballerina shit and all that, like as a oh, kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. could you like just imagine like so that had to be like around 2001 because that's when the blueprint came out um there's not social media or nothing like that back then like you couldn't just go like on dig up his old stuff on his facebook page and find those pictures like how the hell do you come across that stuff like in a in an era where things aren't connected and just shared everywhere you know it's like someone really you had know, to sell you out somebody really <laughs> had to sell you out i went to that school I was about to say, I like to think that it's like Jay Z like went to the ballet studio for some reason. It was like, wait, is that fucking Prodigy? Wait a minute. I know, I know his is his grandmother or his mother was like the head of like a performing arts school out there. I want to say it was his grandma. Prodigies. Yeah. So his grandma sold him out. I don't know. I just I know. Uh, Baby, your friend Sean called and asked for photos of you for a project. It's something like that. Grandma, no! What do you mean, Sean? I don't know no Sean. Ah! I thought that was your friend, baby. He said he was a rapper, too. 
I feel like my grandma has said that about telling somebody I didn't want her to tell something. She said, like, oh, I thought that was your friend. No, we just know each other. Don't tell them that shit. Like, oh, too late. <laughs> no, grandma. That shit's crazy. But go check his catalog up, man. Elite Spitter. R.I.P. Have you guys listened to any of the new music that came out to this week at all? I don't really think anything came out. Did Just so hey, anybody listen to that new Harry Styles? Oh, okay. I listen no. to Harry Styles. Payroll. Nope. There Payroll, was a song. Um, Boldy James dropped. Boldy James. There was a song by Dreezy that they played a snippet of on the JDP that sounded good. I never need to go look, look it up again. Is that Payroll album good? Have you guys listened to it yet? I listened to the first couple songs, but it sounded straight. I feel like he's kind of consistent. Yeah. I have not listened to I haven't it. listened to that Quaylon Takeoff song yet. I need to listen I to it. I fuck with that song. Is it's, it? a, it's a good in the car song. Okay. Yeah. I know uh what makes the gas a little light. Next version of his album. Okay. Anybody have uh, any different opinions or uh, changed opinions on the Kendrick album now that we've had like a full week with it, as opposed to last last week we said it off of like a listener or two? I have not heard it again. Damn. This is good. Like I give it like a if I had to give it something out of ten, like an eight. Yeah, I feel like I've played it like every day. Get, I, I like it. There's, I feel like I'm catching more stuff in there. Maybe I need to spend some more time with that Jack Harlow album and go catch some of those lyrics. So I, I, just, I just keep playing Kodak's album, man. <laughs> what mm, I've been doing okay. the past two months. I was say, you've been on that for a minute. Yeah. Dude, I've been bumping the uh, that that Doug and ESTG album, that and this goddamn Action Bronze. That's pretty much all I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a new Babyface Ray album that came out today. I don't really be this listening to his albums. Oh, it was the deluxe. Okay. Yeah. That's just off of here. Sweet. All right. What you guys want to get into first? We're going to talk some basketball. Some basketball. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just making sure I didn't miss any other music. Uh, it looks like everything. Okay. Yeah, nothing. I found out about Shooter Gang Coney this week. He's hard. And I'd never heard him before. That's what a name. I like it. Name. It's willing, made me willing to listen just off the name alone. Tremendous. Yeah. Um, we can start with basketball, man. We saw one of the worst losses of all time last week. Of all time. Brother. An incredible crumble. It happened after this podcast, but it was it Phoenix. Happened. That ass whooping was so bad that it didn't even like fully register with me how bad that ass whooping was. Like we, no. I feel like we didn't talk about it enough. You gotta you gotta tack, uh tally it up, stack it up. So Phoenix, uh this year, defending Western Conference champions, had the best record in the league. Held a 2-0 lead in that series. Had home court advantage, obviously. Had the coach of the year. Um, Chris Paul was balling out of his mind this playoffs prior to turning 37 during this series. Um, they had everything going for him. Like, everything. There was everything. there was very little doubt in people's minds that Phoenix was the team to get out the West this year besides Golden State. Like, it was, it was going to be one of those two. And for them yeah, to crumble this way, to really like, like a one-man operation, ball. like... Ooh. It's kind of crazy. Luca really showed that he is that deal. What was the what did the final score of that last game end up being? They won by like 30 something, right? Or 20 something. Like Luca that. had more points than the Suns did at the half. And they asked him about it, like, did you know you were up uh, outscoring? Yes. He was like, Of course I did. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, I'm that I'm that dude. Yeah, that was so, absurd. They were about 55 at one point, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And so no. there's um that's been the thing about this, like this series that really took a turn when Chris Paul turned 37. So before turning 37 this playoffs, 
he was he was uh, averaging 22 points, nine assists, 1.6 turnovers, and shooting like 60%, 33 from the three-point line, and 97 from the free throw. Um, after turning 37, he just stopped shooting the ball. Like he started, he averaged nine points, six assists, uh, 3.6 turnovers. His shooting percentages are still good, but it's like he just literally stopped shooting the ball after turning 37. So, what a weird thing. Yeah, very strange. Very strange. I think, um, see, I put BDD here, and I think I'm pretty sure this is Luca. Um, Luca averaged 32. Hard word. Yeah. 32, 10, 7. <laughs> Just yeah, my player stat line. Hell yeah. He looks unstoppable. Like, he really, like, you know how they talk about, like, players be, like, hunting the, like, weak player on the court? He was just, like, going at whoever. He was like, oh, you think you're about to guard me? Nah, I'm busting your ass. Oh, you think, ah, nah, I'm out of here. And then, like, they, stupid. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's really He's and then they were like, oh, he's not playing defense and that's going to hurt him. It didn't seem to really matter because he was fucking you up so much on the other end. Like, yeah. and was playing yeah, good enough got, defense. That's why he got teammates. Oh, man. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, that's why not to necessarily teams. get off the game, but, and then we got the two day uh, fuck Chris Paul tour from uh, Pat Beverly mm-hmm. <laughs> after they lost. And he was like, why don't y'all talk about how that man is just a cone out there? Like, that, that brother. Man, insane. Pat, Pat was getting up early on Get Up as soon as it opened up. Oh. and some one day I think he stayed to NBA today. Like Jesus Christ, that's a long day. Four a.m. to noon. That's a four yeah. hour shift. Man, we're on campus. Uh, <laughs> in I, the think Black Air the Forces. Next day. I didn't think he was coming back the next day for the double down. I want to know who called Pat. Do you think Pat Bev called them? Nah, they called him. Uh, they called who him because he's he's who? been on NBA Today before, but as a video uh, call. Okay. So okay. yeah. The, he does that kind of stuff, but okay. I'm gonna say, who the hell called Pat Bev? Like, hey, you available at 4:30 tomorrow in the morning? Like, so we gotta get like, Chris Paul's biggest ha- biggest hater in here, no matter what. That shit, that was some elite hating. I didn't, even, I wasn't even mad at it. He, I, he I, respect, I respect. I respect. He was hating like a motherfucker, though. Yeah, Chris Paul fucked up. <laughs> but it's it's funny. I guess maybe Pat Bev kind of spurned a lot of it, but I seen Chris Paul getting a lot of slander, and I feel like. In the same way that like AD is supposed to take over for LeBron and it shouldn't be on him, Devin Booker uh, didn't really like uh, please anybody in this series either, and has gotten zero of the slander. That's kind of been the like this this the Phoenix in itself is kind of everybody's gotten exposed, right? Like Devin yep. Booker, it's clear that like he's probably like the fourth best player in that team, and he literally does nothing else but score the ball. Um, yep. He, he the has nothing player? else to his game. Probably, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's a good case. I'd say third. Chris Paul, Nigga, are you saying he's better than one or two? The you could say Bridges is more like more impactful than he is. Is he? I'm not. You could say it. He's playing D and scoring 11 points a game. I don't know, bro. He, I'm not just playing D. He was second in the league in uh, fucking defensive player of the year voting. Like he's playing elite defense. Yeah, but maybe like give you like 11 points. Okay, Devin Booker giving you what, 20, 24 points a game and also giving and up giving up twenty two. Like <laughs> he, he, he did no, stop it. Devin Booker has not been the best player on that team since Chris Paul got there. Stop it right now. I think he was their best player this year. Was he? We're talking about Chris Paul potentially being the MVP this year. Not we never said that about Devin Booker. There's definitely no way for him to be fucking MVP this year. He was leading the team in everything. That nigga was nice this year. What are you talking about? He wasn't nah, on the team in scoring. He was just leading them in assists, probably. No, nah, I'm, I'm not talking about leading. I'm saying he's the leader of the team, and he was clearly oh, – okay, I felt okay. he was the best player on that team all season. Hey, all right. 
I, and I like wouldn't be too, but he's definitely not. Dev, Devin Booker definitely like the the high the super scory shit hasn't really kept pace with like his game. Like yeah, he hasn't evolved anything else in the so, game. So, Aiden, it's like, yeah, so, so so who's better than Devin Booker on the team, man? Aiden, Chris Paul, and then there's a case for Bridges. I'd hear the case for Bridges. I I don't think Aiden is necessarily better. I think he can be better, and I, I think, think Chris Paul. Is I feel better. like they're misusing him. I think he needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. I, I would say yeah, third or fourth, but I, I don't think having him behind fucking Bridges is insane because of how Bridges how good he is on defense. Nah, I fuck with y'all, but y'all smoking dick. He's the best nigga on that team. Okay, he's the best scorer on that team for sure. Okay, yeah, he's the best scorer. Like I don't know what Chris Paul is doing. Like in especially like when he takes over in the fourth quarter, he like makes everyone else on the team so much goddamn better. Like mm-hmm. it's. Uh, Devin Booker has no impact on anybody else but himself. Like he's literally just a bucket. That's it. Which is he's he's good at that. But even then, like I don't know. Like Chris Paul in the fourth quarter can score just as well as Devin Booker can. Okay. Let me look. Because I feel like if Devin Booker was a scorer, like um, not necessarily like this person, but like Trey, like if he was giving you like thirty a game and not doing any of the defensive shit, I would be willing to like have him as the best player of the game. But like best player on the team, but 25, 26 points a game, like, for most of his career and not really giving you any, like any other stats. Like, 5 and 5 or something, maybe? Uh, sorry, I just turned, I just closed it. I don't think it was 5 and 5. Sure it's 5? Gotta be. I don't think, he, sure I don't think like he's six. ever had 5 assists. Maybe the year, first year they had him, like, kind of playing point guard, if I'm not mistaken. He's um, probably he 26, 4 and 4 or something. 26, shit. 5 and 4. Yeah, 26, 5 and 5, basically. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I I don't know, man. Nah, Blake made a face. I thought he was trying to do. And he was like, "You sure it's five? I know that that nigga was." I'm asking. Nah, I don't know. No, I'm looking. I'm looking at it right now. It's 26, five rebounds, four point eight assists, one point one block. He's thirty eight percent from three, forty six from the field. All right. Well, they'll be fine the next year because they're about to lose everybody. Yeah, he's out <laughs> they of the best player Devin Booker left. When I, when they got Bridges, he's he's better than him, so he should be straight, right? <laughs> No, it's your boy. He's going to take over. Booker's got it. Okay. Well, we see what it looked like when it was just Booker, though. We've seen that for uh, eight years. No, 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 no. No, it's going to okay. – Those two were mad. a lot different those first couple years when he was having to be there. They weren't <laughs> enough different for them to go from fucking nah. the top yeah, five to, picks to then being a finals team. Top five picks. Nigga, they drafted Alex Lynn and Drajan Bender in the first five picks back-to-back. Alex Lynn was on the team last year, wasn't and he? Josh it's Jackson, dude. Josh Jackson, those are three top five picks you just light on fire. Sure. That's, yeah, that's but that's so, that, look, they're going to have most of the same roster besides Aiton and Chris Paul next year. So get rid of those two bums. Chris Paul will be there next year. I don't know. Chris Paul should probably be done playing basketball. Uh, he's getting, He has a player option next year. He's not turning down that. Oh, uh, well, yeah. He's, he's like no, they might move him because I don't think they're trying to pay no money. Oh, this is it. I, I'm really thinking this was this was it for this team. This team, as far as it's constructed, I think that was it for the Suns because like, Robert Sarver still cheap as hell. He's not going to pay Aiton. Aiton plays 17 minutes in the in the elimination game, like so he's going to be out of there. Chris Ooh, Paul's probably not going to deal with like them like getting rid of like their what is arguably like their second best player. Um, he's not going to go for that um, at this at this age. For Aiden? If if he gets offered a max, they're not matching it. These no, I don't. Do it. I don't think Sarver's ever gonna match any deal. Like if he gets to the point of having to match something, he's not doing it. 
Especially not with Aiden to get off. Probably spending money. He uh, cashed out my money Beasley. What do you? He be spending money. Yeah, he Does cashed he? out Michael Beasley. Remember? Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, you know, Hall of Famer when he saw War. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I understood. I got you. If a difference between you. spending money to get to the to like the salary floor and then like spending money to go past the salary cap, like that's that's what he's not about to do. Yeah, Chris Paul made thirty million this year. Devin Booker made thirty-one. Aiden made twelve, but you gotta imagine he's probably going to be in that twenty-seven to thirty category next. Whatever year. that slot is, he's going to get the top of his slot. Someone's going to offer yeah. him it. I'm telling they, you, I think Sarver's not paying good. three dudes ninety million dollars, sixty or yeah, ninety million dollars. And I don't even necessarily think that paying those three dudes ninety million dollars is a good idea. Like he probably shouldn't do that. Uh, and but then I don't one more year to Bridges. Okay. Yep, and Bridges. Bridges about to get Bridges a bag. Extended, didn't he? I don't think he's even eligible to be extended. No. Yeah, is that possible? No, he said, dude. Bridges, Bridges got another deal already. He got like a three year uh, deal. I swear. Did he? I mean, look. Yeah, look at uh, the a four-year, ninety million extension in twenty twenty-one. Yeah, he got. It just had okay. Yeah, it hasn't kicked in yet. Yeah, so he got five. So yeah, well, so yeah, it's gonna hit. He's already paid. He's just gonna have to start paying next year. Yeah, I feel like Aiden is probably not gonna be there. I'm telling you, man, Detroit or Chicago should go after him, but then Chicago will have to do something with Vooch. I, I like Detroit. I don't know if he should want to go to Detroit, but uh, being, Aid, I feel like uh, Detroit man, Aid, Jeremy like, Grant. If you're good and like you're cool, you got like a cornball, and that's, that that seems like a place that a city will fuck with you tough. And it's probably it's probably cool to be cool in Detroit. I, as someone I don't who's think been to Detroit, cares about their basketball team. As here, somebody who's that, been to Detroit one time, I don't think it's cool to be cool in Detroit. I can't imagine it being cool to be cool nah, in that be, place. Be, being cool. BMF made that shit like it'd be cool as fuck to be cool. Dude. Yeah, that was like 25 years ago, 30 years ago. I'm just ago. saying. That seems like one of those places where like, no, because you already Yeah, know, like, it probably was hella cool to be cool in Detroit in the 80s. Like, I, the Detroit rappers leave Detroit. They were drug dealers. I'm just saying, that just seems like one of those places where like, you a black athlete, it'd be cool to be cool there. You know, That's it, not you, the depiction of a black athlete at all. They're drug dealers. No, I'm just saying like like the people like out the there. the scourge like, of the earth. Like people oh, probably have, more scared have, of them than liking them. Have you ever seen a picture of Cade Cunningham in the club in Detroit? You didn't even see pictures of BMF in the club in Detroit because they were going to Atlanta and New York. The, the, nobody wants to be in Detroit, Jamal. People from Detroit don't even like being in Detroit. Nobody wants to be there. I don't think it's cool to be cool in Detroit. Those pistons guys Every like time they know. go back, they got to go back for like a charity fundraiser or some shit and hold a big-ass check. They don't go back there to hang out and have fun. I guarantee ben the people... There. Ben Wallace probably didn't leave his house. Out there. Yeah, okay. Wait, does Rasheed Wallace want to go there? I wanna be like I'm sure Rasheed Wallace likes being in L.A. more likes being in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, he might, honestly, he's a Philly nigga, so he might not. All right. Yeah, he probably likes Philly. Then. Fuck, can we move on? What is happening right now? I'm just saying, like, Detroit, Detroit seems like, like, you'll find, like, if you, 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 a black athlete, that seems like one of the top five cities. Like, if you want to be, like, <laughs> the people to fuck with you, that seems like one of those. Like, Atlanta. I think if you have LA, money, you can get people to fuck with you anywhere, man. Miami. But it's like the, the people there. You are you want them to have clout so bad, but clout don't fucking matter for nobody. <laughs> like cool you like seeing people get clout cool that you like, but they're fucking rich and don't care. Dog, you're he just compared being cool in Detroit with being cool in Atlanta and Miami. I'm saying I said like I'm I was in the top five What's happening? it would be cool. Like if I was an athlete and I want it would be what? No, you wouldn't. You would be rich and you wouldn't be thinking like this. Jamal, Jamal, name me a single athlete that's chose to go to Detroit. Ever. Ever. Find extensions to stay there. 
Did he fuck with it? Did he I'm fuck with it or did he fuck with his team that was like title contending? What is happening? Alright, All right. I'm done with it. Y'all don't see the video. Uh, can we talk about I'm sure Chauncey just hates Portland then. Okay, we're done with uh, known bad city Phoenix. Can we talk about known bad city Milwaukee? Uh, also getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, fuck man. It. Fucking Grant Williams ugly ass flamed them the fuck up. <laughs> God damn. There's no worse sound than a fucking ticket being ripped. <laughs> fuck you, Milwaukee. Grant Williams fucked them up. Oh, my God. <laughs> he had a screw up. He scored a career high to kick your ass. They said he shot like 18 standstill wide open <laughs> jumpers in the in the elimination game. Like just whatever they were doing, like on rotating, it was just horrible. And he had the job of guarding Giannis on the other end. Like just what a what a yeah, series for him. That's been Milwaukee's thing for years. Was like, to get paid. You know, they they gotta give pay up the three. They're just never giving up the two or trying to yeah, never so, give up the two. And I think I think probably Horford still ends this year, so they probably just like slot him into that money or whatever. Is Horford getting paid like that? Yeah, Horford's still at the end of that Philly deal. Oh, he's making shit, like thirty something million. Yeah, yeah. You're fucking lying. Damn, was I'm that? Dead ass. Yeah, because he, he went from Philly to OKC, yeah. where they just like they like, yo, don't even come to the facility. Uh, we'll figure something out for you after this season, and then they, they, they like traded him to Boston. Al, Al Horford made. He never got bought out. I think he got traded. Oh shit. Yeah, Jalen Brown made twenty six. And how much did Tatum made twenty eight? What was Al Horford's? Uh, twenty seven. He, he is the second highest paid player on their team. So yeah, to Blake, yeah, yeah he went out of there. Grant Williams takes some of that money. Sheesh. Yeah, Grant Williams is restricted too. So someone, I could see someone like, like even even if it is the Thunder, I could see like someone throwing a bag of money at him and just daring Boston to match. Because even though, like if Boston forward, doesn't match, like that's still a productive player. He's obviously not going to be as effective as he was in the series. Because a lot of that was. Um, just rotations and stuff like that, right? Them having to yeah. to stop the drive of like a Jason Tatum or a Jalen Brown, and someone coming over, and that's the person that got left. Um, so it, it won't work that way on other teams that don't have dynamic scores like that. But someone's going to try to pay him, and he's he's a good player, man. Like to, that type of two way effort, like you can't really sleep on that. Shit, Dallas, like in the offseason, Dallas should try to go after a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Dallas should try and to keep Jalen Brunson. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. He's probably about to get somewhere. He's been looking good. Hold on. Let me pull um, this up. And that this is like what I was uh the thing I was talking about, right? So this this we were talking about where people should go and stuff like that. Um I thought it was important to highlight the remaining starting centers right now in the playoffs. For Golden State for the Golden State Warriors, it's Kevin Looney who stands at six nine. For the Dallas Mavericks, it's Dwight Powell who stands at six ten. For the Miami Heat, it's Bam Adebayo who stands at 6'9". For Boston, it's Robert Williams at 6'8". Um, so all these guys are like low usage people who like are kind of out there just to grab rebounds and maybe protect the rim. They're not really part of the offense. They're not like factors on that end at all. Um, Can you and say that all, about Bam? I would, yeah. Bam, Bam's okay. more capable than probably the rest of these guys, but even still, um, it doesn't run through him. And my, Miami doesn't really run the thing through anybody. They kind of just share it around and get the best yeah. shot. Yeah. Um, Bam's probably the most capable defender on this list, too, because he's he's guarding everybody. Either yeah, way, Bam um, is the best of the, the players on that list, regardless. Yeah, but as you, as you can see, like, with what's left in the playoffs, right, these are the conference finals teams. 
they don't use like these massive big men anymore. It doesn't it doesn't do that. Like they people like having these guys that can pick up everybody, um, are more mobile and everything like that. And it, it's just interesting to me that with the draft this year, right? The top prospect is Chet Holmgren, who's a seven foot plus center. Um and the top prospect in the draft next year, that's a nice controller Jamal, is uh Victor Wim Wimbanya or something like that. Yeah, he's also like a he's yeah he's, he's out of France. He's like a seven two center or whatever. Like so, why is it that these are still like what are like the hot commodities coming into the league? But it's clear that like that's not necessarily like the piece that you have for 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 winning. Because like when's the like what the last time that a team where a center was like their first option like Lakers. won a title. The Lakers. Yeah. Is wait, it are you gonna say, wait, are you going to say Anthony Davis? Lakers? Yeah, Anthony or are you Davis, talking, yeah. No, he wasn't the first. Option. No. All right. He was the, he was the second. He was the last He's seven. 1A, 1B, like, bro. Yeah, for he, sure. He, I see what you mean. Maybe though. their best yeah. player that playoff run. He was yeah. fucking balling out. That's and was he center full time for you guys? No. Or was, he, doesn't, he doesn't play center. He plays forward. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but he's a seven footer. He should eight niggas him. next to him, bro. That nigga be in center. He's not. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, they play, it. They, like, they play him a lot with Dwight there's Howard. A, there's a reason, like yeah, Javel and Dwight Howard and all them people yeah. like were out there for big moments. Like, yeah, he's not the center. So yeah, I see what you mean. Um, I for for Chad Holmgren, like having seen him play, and I know we like do the like, he's too skinny, so. He won't be good. I don't think I want to make it just that, obviously, because, like, you know, we compare him to KD, and KD, oh, he, he made being skinny fine, obviously. Um, I don't think Chet Holmgren has a, a the impact that's the number one overall pick in the league. Because to your point, like, he's a seven-footer who he can shoot, but, like, for the most part, he ain't going to be guarding any smaller player in the league. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine the team that he's going to, like, make better. Um, and I know we see the yeah the KD comparison where it's like oh he he was skinny he made it work KD's a completely different player and never was playing the five or four really mm-hmm. like he playing the two and the three <laughs> and didn't need to guard bigger guys um, so yeah I don't know why Chet Holmgren is getting the the one that's weird Paolo makes more sense to me um, and I don't even know if he's going to be super all that yeah I mean it's just like it's it seems like you're asking for well. Who knows? Like Chet Holmgren, like people have watched a lot more tape on him. There's a reason that he's up there. Like they obviously think he's, yeah. he's supremely talented. So beyond that, it's just I don't understand. Like because it's 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 clear that that's not the path that the NBA takes to winning anymore. Those guys tend to get played off the floor. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, Jokic and Embiid are two supremely talented players. Um, with Jokic, you can say like it, he he really didn't get played off the floor. Um, oh. At really ever it's like his team he was out there with a bunch of like scrubs um Embiid they've had a hard time constructing that roster around him and making that work the right way um not really his fault he can do everything that you want someone to be able to do to stay on the floor but it it just seems like you're better off investing in all the other positions and just getting a guy who can do like the small things at center rather than like hoping that your center can do all the things you need a center to do on top of doing the other things because at that point it, I think it it looks like it's hard to get the rest of it right. Like you- it, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I feel like it's hella hard to like. You're you're taking the big guy, praying that the big guy is a supremely talented Jokic or Embiid who can do everything. So it's like, damn, if we can run the whole shit through him. We can win this all. 
but it's mm-hmm. so hard to get the other things right. As we, well, I won't say that with Denver. Denver, I feel like it's gotten the other things right. Those guys were all just dead. Yeah. 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 So, just but like with Embiid, they've, I don't think they've ever had even like, if you take a beat off any of those teams, I think most of those teams are bad. Like, I don't think he's ever really had a really good yeah. roster around him, other than when Jimmy was there, Tobias, like Ben. That I'm was sure the year, man. A lot more that. And they should have done it all that year. Um, but yeah, they those rosters. Harden, you can't. I, I don't think anybody knew Harden was gonna fucking fall off a cliff like he did. No, um, you couldn't predict that. Yeah, it's a, it's hey. so hard to build around the big guy. That y- your point is absolutely correct. I think. Is Harden still a top fifteen player? I have no idea. No, no, not this, not this last version idea. of him. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm kind of worried about seeing from him because it's like. He's got like a lot of like miles on his damn body from playing so long and the heavy usage I used to play in like putting yeah. Houston for forever. And it, from we don't know personally, but you know, we see all that we hear the stories in the season. So <laughs> we don't know if he's taking like the best like care of himself, like how like guys like like LeBron, and I guess. He, I don't know. He's probably worried game. about if he's about to get jail time with uh YSL. He's probably going through a whole lot of stress on his body that he don't need right now. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like he just doesn't seem explosive as he used to. Like, I feel like he was, like, explosive enough to, like, he could get by you, like, off the dribble to, like, get his way to the cup and, like, kind of muscle you because he's, like, a like a big, bigger, stockier dude. But I feel like he can't blow past people no more take people off the dribble as much like he used to. And it's also yeah. fucking, like, the step back doesn't work anymore because you're not remotely you're not concerned about, about it blowing by you. And his he don't seem to, like, jump right on his threes anymore. Like, he'd be short rimming a bunch of shit. Like yeah, them legs seem like they and are. They show like he's like uh, not shooting, and if like he he kind of like stopped getting some of them he calls, we'll take like the, the yeah. foul shit, where he's just kind of like throwing some shit at the rim, and that's not even like getting called for a foul. I think it's there. That's a tough spot that they got with him too, just because like if if it is time to to resign him, like so he's at twenty two ten and seven this last year, like that's still a very productive player, right? Yeah, but sure. the slot that he's yeah. probably going to be looking at signing to is much beyond that so yeah like how do you have that conversation like i don't know yeah i think he's falling out of that like that tier of you know how there's it feels like there's a tier of like if this player is your best you can win in if this player is your second best you like you don't want the the guy who should be your fourth best player to be your number one i feel like he's probably going from being he should have been your first best player three four years ago he's probably closer to being your third best player Mm-hmm. And right now he's their second, and to or Tobias Harris is supposed to be your third, pay wise at least. And then you're like mm-hmm. banking on Tyrese Maxey, who looked better than Harden for all of the playoffs. Yeah. Like, yeah, and no. That for, with Philly, it's better. like what you can't you can't let him walk either. No, no, because you can't. Not. They're over the cap. They can't just go sign somebody. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> and you're <laughs> you gonna be him wasting something. Embiid's prime too. It's like you can't let him walk. You have to yeah. sign him back. <laughs> Which I feel like if Embiid has to play with a year of the last Harden we've seen, Embiid's gonna be like, "Yo, I gotta go, bro. Like, I can't be here." But he he might say that if you let him walk too, and you don't get anything back. He probably says that if you let him walk, also. Like, yeah. he's probably like, "No, nah, I'm not doing this anymore." Like, Tobias Harris can't be making thirty million dollars, and we trying to win a championship. Really, really like, yeah. realistic. That's probably the piece that goes once you sign Harden back. Then it's like, God damn, like now we really got to hit on that trade. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. about the trade? And- Who's you're gonna you're trying to get rid of Tobias Harris's contract, in my opinion. You're not like looking to get pieces back. So yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. It's looking uglier than a masterpiece. Nigga. Actually, no, if it is the hard max that you're signing, you're absolutely not trying to get pieces back. <laughs> no, no fucking nobody's gonna give you anything. You're gonna have to like you're gonna have to trade picks to maybe get No, you probably could get pieces. like productive players for him, but it's it's like you you don't want that. You want like low money, no matter what that looks like. 
Because mm-hmm. if you're paying that hard in max, and it's like, no, we can't, we can't do that. Because Embiid's gonna hit in probably what two years or something like that. I'll find out for you. Yeah, and we we cannot have two of those. <laughs> no, no. Uh, let me see. Embiid signed us. Uh, he signed through 2026, 2027. He signed that okay. four year one. He signed four years, one ninety six in twenty twenty one last summer. Okay, okay. So he just got on one. Yeah, he 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 got the the. He bag. just got on one, and he still paid less than Tobias Harris. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> What Wait, the did fuck? You, did you look that up and that's accurate? Please tell me you're joking. Yeah, Tobias Harris makes 37 million and B makes 33. Brother, brother, brother. At and I know I think I he even mentioned it last week that the, that the Tobias Harris contract was bad when he signed it. Who the fuck at any point in the history of the NBA looked at Tobias Harris play basketball and said, This brother should be making 37 million dollars? What? I don't know. I I think honestly, this is one of those things where it's like it's an over the cap team that they wow. literally can't just go sign somebody else. So it's like Tobias is Tobias is in your office asking for a max. Like it's yeah, like that. Really just like nothing back. I remember when he made that money. They were talking about like really he made because like, I think the year before whoever he was on, they were going to offer him five years for a hundred, but he turned it down. And mm-hmm. now he made himself an extra eighty million this one season or something. Jesus Christ, man! That is insane. He averaged he he averaged sixteen and six, sixteen point six. Thirty seven million. Thirty seven million dollars. Go get I, the bag. Dude. I knew he was overpaid, but I think in my brain I thought he was making like thirty on the dot or like twenty seven, twenty eight, something like that. He no. makes ten million dollars more than both Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Who are I think are kind of better, slightly better than him at least. They're hella better than him. What do you mean? <laughs> he, he's kind, they're kind of better. I don't know. I, I think. So I said he's the 16th highest paid player in the league. Yeah, yeah you did. You said it last he's week. He's a top oh, 40 shit. player, maybe. <laughs> oh shit, he might not be top 40. He might be like 50. 60. Yeah, if, it's a, if you're doing a 2K fantasy draft, you're probably getting him third pick. Maybe you're looking at him. Yeah, fuck no. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's when your third pick comes up. Yeah, like 32, yeah. 64, <laughs> 96. Yeah. Did I do that math right? Ooh, I'm nice. I think in your yeah. fifth pick, maybe. I don't know. Nah, nah okay. the game for the game. Like an 83 overall? That's okay. like third pick. That's that's pretty low. You're like, oh, uh, I've got my two stars. Yeah, now I'm getting to buy you figure, Yeah, they go through everything all, the, the, with the 30 teams. So yeah. you figured yeah, you're, you're, you're past pick 60. Okay. Yeah, the bias is an 83 on 2K right now. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Damn, I guess that too. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, smart. that's like that's like your third pick. <laughs> yeah. So you're hoping Tobias is your third best player, but that contract says he is uh, the best player <laughs> in the league. Your best player on your team. <laughs> By, like Comfortably your best player on your team. Yeah, wow. the best player. If not, the, the, like he's he's one A or one B to oh, you, like man. your best player. And I always think, how fucking good would Philly look if they had Jason Tatum instead of Markel Fultz? This, Bro, the, the, oh my god, the Lakers have three players from the top fifteen highest paid, and one of them is good. Who? And he's the oldest of oh, all of them. Uh, Westbrook, huh? Yes, yes. Westbrook, I think Westbrook is the highest paid player on the team. He's probably the, the highest. He is. One. He is. Yeah. yeah. 
I think because yeah, you got a trade kicker to come to you guys, I think. Yep, Westbrook got a bag. Shout out to that brother. I just wish it wasn't ruining my favorite basketball mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I know we're almost done with basketball, but me and Shakur got uh got some shit to talk about. Oh yeah. <laughs> we went to uh we went to a WNBA game, our first WNBA game. Storm on, uh, a couple days. That's ago. cute. I heard a couple go to those a lot. It's not the- men's conference. <laughs> We went with our friend Grayson, so it was three people, and we are not a throuple. Thank you very much. Um, there was, was it Shakur, was there some ones in there? Was there some ones in there? <laughs> was there some ones in there? There was a lot of ones in there. Mm. If we're talking about the same, oh, not ones. oh, you, you did them wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like, are you talking about that we're watching the game? No, like, we're not. The, the radar for it, you'd be like, hey, I'm one. He, oh, he was, okay. he was beating one of the players like, during the game. Daddy, like, there, the best chick there was Candace Parker. There's a lot of lesbians in there. Is that what you were asking? I didn't know what their orientation was. I was just asking what the crowd was like. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm over this. Okay. There's definitely uh, a lot of uh, women that look like Ryan Reynolds on first dates up in there. Speaking of looking like Ryan Reynolds on the first date, there was a proposal at halftime. And the woman looked like Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I thought uh, she was, was marrying this, a dude. Like this tall, skinny white woman who kind of looked like Machine Gun Kelly mixed with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, she proposed to this black woman, uh, but they had her like cover her eyes, like to put the blindfold on. She shot and a blindfold. They, they made a joke about like, "Oh, we're gonna fix your blindfold." So the girl who was down on one knee in front of her to propose to her hopped up and like moved out the way. So they take the blindfold, and there's just nothing there. And then she like, oh shit, let me go back down and do it. So there was a botch proposal that I mean, she said yes, but very awkward. Why you shouldn't do it in front of a couple, in front of a crowd? Don't ever propose at a game. That's weird. Don't do that. Um, the game uh, until the end was a stinker. Uh, Nigga, was, that game sucked, bro. Come on, the, it was a, it was a three point game. The last like five minutes of the fourth quarter were entertaining. Yeah, the product is shitty, bro. Like, uh, like they, you would see some fucking cup yeah, games. Like you see somebody hit like, you hit somebody like hit a nasty layup, throw somebody out the way, and then like jelly something, but then it just goes over like straight up and straight back down. <laughs> and or, I like somebody like hit somebody with like a kind of like a spin drop step kind of move, and then they just like put it off the backboard and they're going the other oh, way. They had the, it was dude, uh, the sky had the white point guard. She had like the cool sleeve tattoos and everything. Yeah, she, had, she, bro, could, she had cup game, nigga. She, she got to the cup so easy. Oh, she used Tony Roden on that 2K. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if, if he missed every Duncan layup, yes. Yep. Bro, no, he didn't miss the dunks. He just couldn't make a layup. <laughs> uh, her cup game was crazy. Like yeah. when we first got there, I told Jamal, I was like, I could kind of see, like, you know, the dude. I will say this: the dudes that be saying they'll like hoop up the women, you're wrong because she she getting by you way too easily. They don't they had some fucking moves, score though. But the scoring would be a problem, dog. It, I think it was 74, 76 was the final score or something like that. 74, 77. Um, That's so what I've players. heard, though. Like, if you like, you get, like, those WNBA players, like, in a one-on-one scenario or even, like, just playing, like, a, a pickup type of scenario, then, like, it's the same thing that you see, like, with NBA players where they just make everything and it's, like, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Sure. I guess with whatever, like, it is with how the WNBA, like, defenses and people just sit in the paint like mm-hmm. and they're not jumping over you i don't know like it just it doesn't work that way i will say because like that, that we were talking about it in the chat like i um 
I watched a game last week. It was the Mercury versus the Thunder. And almost similar to how it is, like, when you watch the Women's March Madness tournament, and, like, those lower teams get, like, smoked and get out of there really quick because, like, yeah. talent level is just so different between them and the top dogs. It's yeah. like that with players in the WNBA. Like, um, the way, like, Diana Taurasi would, like, be able to score the ball versus, like, everybody else on the court just couldn't. Um, and then yeah. I think uh, Seattle had, like, one player who was, like, kind of similar to that, too. Um, Izzy Magbalor was going. I think so. Abe I think that's her. Yeah, yeah like, 27. Brianna Stewart had eight. Like, she didn't have a really good game. But you mm-hmm. can also see what exactly what you were just saying, where, like, she would get any shot she wanted. She just, I like, obviously had an off. Yeah, I've got to play within the team a little bit here. Like, exactly. Let yeah. everybody else get their cook on. Um, yeah, it, it, it's that kind of thing again. So, um I this is just you know one of them things I did see like a this is the kind of a side story, um in my YouTube feed pops up but like Skylar Diggins and Diana Taurasi are like fighting on the bench like about to like fist fight yeah they're yeah. about to fist fight <laughs> yeah what's going on That's man crazy. I will say though uh it was an entertaining of an, enough of a game that I would go again um but it wasn't like a great product at all Nate Tabby Park is too bad. No, I think, well, Jamal fucked up buying the tickets. So our tickets that should have been like 35, which y'all, I, why did I let him buy the tickets? Why did I do that? I don't uh, know. Bro, they got he, some ass rules, bro. He so, volunteered. We were like, I sent the link for the tickets to the group chat. He volunteered to buy them and then didn't claim the transfer from Ticketmaster. So we, we, we parked the car and we go, oh shit, we don't have tickets. So we got to buy tickets. So it was like $20 more than it should have been. Um, yeah. But that's neither here nor there. The new stadium looks hella nice. Like they nice. redid Key Arena. That shit looks really nice. Uh, all the spacious. seats are comfortable and roomy. It's hella spacious. Yeah. There was, we walked in and the first thing you can see when you get off the escalator is like into the arena. We saw 800 empty seats. <laughs> it was the worst like first impression we could have gotten because you can't see the court yet. You just see hella empty seats. There was like right. probably like there's probably like seventeen hundred people. Like, there, like if we like if we all went to a game and you had Brinley with you and you lost Brinley for a couple of seconds, you wouldn't be scared. He'd <laughs> be like, "Oh, I'll find her." The <laughs> She's probably I'd be right terrified still. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, you all heard that story out of that Mavericks game? <laughs> oh, the little girl that almost got like abducted. No, she did get abducted. She oh, got she abducted, abducted and found ten days later, um, in a motel, and they just arrested eight people for it. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, she got looked out the bathroom. Fifteen-year-old girl, dude, oh, and they, they sold her or was selling her into sex trafficking. Yeah, that's they did. Yeah, terrifying. Thank God yeah. she got found. Jesus Christ! Yeah, the terrifying. eight people, like the the mug shots they showed them, like the most terrifying phases. Like, oh, fuck. they just looked like fucking depraved, dude. Like men and women, every it's a multicolored co- coalition of nastiness. Oh, like, oh no. no. Oh, oh. oh my god speaking of this this is so far off the topic and it's so far off that i don't even remember what the topic is i helped this lady at work this uh two days ago and she said uh can you help me search for this contact it's groomer and my me being a normal person thought pet groomer and she goes it's not a pedophile i mean like it's my dog groomer i'm like why would you think that i was thinking like a child groomer what? like that like grooms a child to like do weird shit she just like immediately went to not a pedophile the weirdest experience i've ever had in my life i couldn't i almost ran away away from her i was like this is weird i don't know what's happening man we're gonna have to ask you to get the fuck out of this one yeah but yeah shout out to the wnba the game was fun the arena looks great we should have an nba team uh playoff game there would be fucking sick uh how it looks now have half off uh concessions 
They do. I shouldn't have had to pay fifteen dollars for a Modelo at a at a storm game. My Modelo shouldn't be half the cost of my ticket. Dog, that's Mm-mm. crazy. That was absurd. Yeah, not anything. That climate pledge like, uh, promise, man. They're trying to make everything carbon neutral. So they charge you. Like extra the arena looks so different that I we pulled up and I was like, "Wait, where's the rest of it?" Because like they got rid of those stairs that you got to walk down, so everything's mm-hmm. like ground level. level. It looks hella small. Like when you first it walk up to it, looks like a fucking like high school college gym or something they, like that. They dug it deeper, isn't that it? Yeah, they dug their arena deeper and then brought yeah. the state, like everything else up. So when you get there, it's like a normal building. And you walk in, you go down the long ass escalator. It's like, oh shit, there's like. A whole arena. I, was thinking, like, bro, I don't yeah. remember key arena looking like this. You got to get there for a cracking game, man. That looks like it would be cracking. Mm-hmm. A hockey game color cool. Uh, I think so. People tend to dress a little bit colder. That's kind of hard. You know, a sport event with cold. Yeah. Being a bitch. Oh, I would be cold. Anyway. All right, Blake. Was your NBA roster construction thing? Was that the? That was uh, it. Center? That was it. Yeah, That's we cool. did it. All right, let's oh. move on to some. Oh, this is a topic from last week. The fix. The NF- yeah, I didn't. I didn't bring it up. The NFL fix scenario. Okay, so one of the oldest pastimes of watching sports is making up conspiracy theories about the sport while you're watching the sport. Right? We're always like, "Oh man, these refs got it in for us," or whatever it may be. You know, it's like, "Oh, this is what the league like, wants." Right? It's typically true. I feel like. There you go. See, that's what you got. The um, our NFC uh, divisional game against the Rams, where we got screwed. It's like, why did that happen? Somebody must have wanted that to happen. Whatever. It's all good. Um, Most likely. So, this is what I was thinking. Like, what would be the Super Bowl matchup that if you saw it, you would say, the fix is in. Like, the league wanted this matchup. What is that matchup? I want to say Cowboys-Patriots, but probably not Patriots. Oh. It would be Cowboys-somebody. Cowboys-Raiders or, like, Cowboys-Steelers. You think it's, it's for sure the Cowboys? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. They would be the most like watched. The ticket prices would be the highest ever for like any Super Bowl. I think we see every record broken for every Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. The Cowboys like, I thought you stopped watching because of Cap. Like, I don't know. What you're there's, there's Cowboys fans who are like, oh, like my homeboy Brantley is what, 31 or 32 or something like that. And I think his last Super Bowl appearance for the team that he loves that much it was 30 years ago. Like, there's Cowboys fans who are diehard, like, rabid Cowboys fans who have that team has been trash for so fucking long. See, that's that's probably you guys are making the smart pick. That's like probably makes the most sense money wise too. And I wasn't thinking that way. I was thinking like narratives. Um I think so from that standpoint, I, well okay, hold on, hold on. I was okay. I was thinking that they would want to do like the Bengals versus the Buccaneers, right? Because then you could do like um try to sell Joe Burrow as being that that next like generation of the stand in quarterback or whatever that's just gonna be the face of the NFL. And this is like you didn't really get a good chance to say bye to Tom Brady last year because of the way he handled like his retirement and all that stuff. Um, and I'm thinking if he is going to retire for this season, then maybe it'll probably be a bit more um, okay. like a farewell tour. Yeah. Um, or the other one would be Patriots Buccaneers. Like it's going to oh, be yeah. yeah. If I seen Pats Bucks, if if the Pats and the Bucks made it to the conference uh, or like the you know the conference games. I think mm-hmm. we would immediately start like, dog, nah, they're both going to Super Bowl. I, I put yeah. a bunch of money on that. It's happening. They're making sure it happens. But yeah, I yeah. think if I, the next time I see the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, I'm just going to look through the playoffs and look at all the weird ass calls we've seen and missed. But the Cowboys mm-hmm. have been fucked over so much that you can't think the league is rigging it for them. Kind of like with the Knicks, right? Like 
if they the league was rigging shit for them, they would have not had it. That envelope wouldn't have said eleven. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all came off the board so quick at the at the lottery. I was like, God damn, no grand no opening, grand at all. closing. <laughs> Hell yeah! Who, who won the lottery again with the Houston? No, uh, Orlando. 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 They're definitely you know, so Chet Holmgren right. and Mo Bamba about to be down there oh, weighing a combined 300 pounds. Hopefully they beat the fuck out of Jonathan Isaac. Hey, he might get paid this offseason coming up. Mo Bamba, I think he's restricted. Yeah. I think they're going to this year. What's your we'll fix scenario? Donovan Mitchell. Milwaukee should, I think Milwaukee should try to get him. Shakur, what's your fix scenario for the NFL? What would be your one that uh, like tipped you off? Jaguars and... <laughs> not your favorite. I... No, not not how you would fix it. <laughs> we shouldn't have let Shakur hit that pin before he, he got on the show. Jaguars and Panthers, because they both came in as an expansion teams at the same time. You want to uh, fuck the Panthers up so bad? <laughs> 40 ball them. I, I actually see what you mean. That would be the narrative. That seems like the worst Super Bowl I could oh, possibly. Like they got a. Who's the Panthers QB right now? Matt Corral is their backup, probably going to be their starter soon. Other than that, Sam Darnold, okay. Sam Darnold versus uh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah, the two great uh, white hopes. Yeah, they, they push white Jesus to the front. He got the long gold hair and he blonde. Mm. Mm. What's so, the most like so like obviously we all would want our teams to be in it, right? But let's say that that's not going to happen. No, no, I'm saying like, say that like the most fun Super Bowl game you could think of, right? Like the most fun narrative wise, like going into it, Buffalo. like you're just you, you're happy if anybody wins. Buffalo, uh, I guess the Cowboys, maybe. Because Cowboys, oh no, trying to defeat that demon. I think that'd be a dope one. I think that would too. That would like the city of Buffalo would heal from that. They've they've gone through some shit here recently, so might help them out a little bit. Fuck, yeah. fuck racism. Um, that sounds like a great Super Bowl. I would feel it. I, last year's Super Bowl, I really felt that way. Where it was like, I don't really care who wins. It's just gonna be a fun ass game to watch. I, just, uh, I know you said detach my team from it, but I feel like a a Chargers Rams Super Bowl would be hella fun. Like the battle for that would have been hella fun last year. That would have been so fucking fun last year. I just hate that my team sucks. Um, oh, you guys could have went to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's crazy. Um, really gonna tie with you niggas. Yeah, I don't know. What would be the most fun one other than that one that I just said? I like I the feel like that I said. Bills and Cowboys, I'm, bro. Bills and Cowboys would be a good one. I feel like it'd be like I like uh, like Detroit, Cleveland. Obviously, not Cleveland right mm-hmm. now. Man. It's gonna be that type of thing though, where it's like. <laughs> Two tortured fan bases kind of get a chance to. Someone's gonna feel better after this. Or Detroit, Jacksonville, even. No, Detroit, Cleveland makes way more sense. No, yeah, that's the one. Detroit, Cleveland makes way more sense. That would be a fun one. And then I would feel so bad for uh, when Cleveland loses that game because Cleveland would definitely lose that game for some reason. I just feel like they would lose that game. But I would feel so happy for Detroit. No, no, I don't know. If Detroit, if the Detroit Lions ever win a championship in my lifetime. I feel oh, like Detroit will be like album of all time. <laughs> oh my god, we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get some of the Ford best work, just work, period, ever. Ford's gonna make a fucking comeback or some shit. Like Chrysler's making a, a oh, Bugatti. Like I don't sure know those that that Ford commercials, bro. You're, I can see it from the halftime commercial. Oh the 42 man, Doug, baby face and them. 
You want a Ford truck commercial? You know they ain't doing none of that. They're going to roll out Big Sean and Eminem, dog. They don't give a fuck about these hey, shoot them up, would, bang, bang rappers. It would be super hard if I swear Vezo made a, a, a sample to Like a Rock. Um, you know, the commercial for Ford back oh, in the day. shit. It's, it's, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Kid Rock, Eminem, and, and fucking Big Sean. That's who they're oh. going to push. And some random person that we didn't, Eric Clapton or some shit that we didn't know. Yeah, man. Uh, the dude from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They can be in. He's from, yes. he's yes. from Detroit, magically. Yeah. Big Big Meats gets pardoned for the game. Like, all right, we got to let you go. <laughs> I don't think no. they pardoned him. <laughs> <laughs> I think the days of people getting pardoned like that are over. <laughs> hey, Trump about to make a comeback in two years. Relax. Oh, then pardons are coming back. Then, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Charlotte Wayne. What a fucking wild saga. <laughs> Free Kodak and Wayne. <laughs> and Kodak was fucking at a hockey game seven weeks later. Oh, my God. You let a demon out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Blake, what's this NFL lottery talk? Oh, um, do y'all. So, obviously, we just have the NBA lottery, right? Um some would say that the lottery helps prevent out and out tanking just because there's some not there's not a guarantee of you having the first pick right you could end up in the lottery and have like the 16 percent odds to get the first pick and end up with the 10th pick and now it's just kind of like a waste of a season so just, do, just do that what the nba does for the nfl pretty much well do, do would you guys support that do you think that would help at all um it depends on to like your team has the worst fucking <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah Jamal, how would you feel? <laughs> You're a great person to ask, actually. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Keep it out here. Because <laughs> think about that. Like, let's say, think, no, no, think about this. So, like, fucking, um, what's a team that somebody got traded for? Okay, so let's say Houston is hella good, right? But then, like, mm-hmm. so, or like, let's say the Texans are kind of good. And then, since they got like picks from Cleveland and they suck, so like, damn, like, the team. This team made the playoffs, and they get the number three overall pick now because they traded with somebody that missed the playoffs or something. They could still do that, though. So imagine just the Rams like, oh, man, they got the second overall pick. They get there at Aiden Hutchinson or some motherfucker like that. But you can still do that. If if the yeah, right? if, if the Rams somehow got the Lions' second overall pick in the Jared Goff trade or something like that, like they would have picked second this year. It doesn't matter if you make the Super Bowl mm-hmm. or not. The Chiefs didn't make the Super Bowl. They had – Two first round picks that were the Super Bowl winner picks or the Super Bowl team picks. Fuck that, knock you out bro. Nah, I actually, I, I think I it would work like it, though, honestly. If you did, whose team has picked one a, a, a twice in a row? But, hey, but listen, yeah. your team if has we picked one lottery, and we won two games, and we go from usually be number one to like seven. I'm gonna shoot something. Okay, but hear me out though. The, uh, my, I don't want to cut you off, Tyrell. But hold on, one second. Yeah, um. So let's say like this year y'all are a little bit better, right? Let's say like y'all win like five games this year, okay. and that five games push you at like pick seven or something like that. What if that, like even like so you guys were still trying to win, like you were more competitive this year, but there was a lottery, and now that five games you're still in contention for the first pick, but you yeah, also play like, better football. And we get like two and draft like Will Anderson. I, I don't know. That. Yeah, whatever it is, like th- that's only possible with the lottery with like with the fix draft scenario it's not possible you it, literally you win more games you're getting a worse player you swayed me you swayed me yeah i think it would work great because there are so many teams like that get into that area of like if they had one if they had a better right tackle if they had a better receiver one of those things they're the difference between being one of the worst teams in the league 
and a Super Bowl contender, like we've seen mm-hmm. with the Jaguars, like when they or not with the Jaguars, the Bengals when they got Jamar Chase. Like adding him, <laughs> adding Joe Burrow, you kind of took off from there, and the rest of the team yeah. like before. Um, but having these teams that are, I feel like, a step away from being good, be in that limbo of like I'm, I have the 14th pick, I'm probably not going to get a player that's super good, or like all the good players off the board, and then you keep. Yeah. I'm going to use them as the example, but the Jaguars keep getting first access to all the good players, all the what we think are the best players, and can having this perpetual cycle of like not doing shit with them, not being good. You had the Jacks, the Jacks had Jalen Ramsey. They got him third overall, fourth overall, fifth overall, whatever it was. And like in three years, he was like, I want to get the fuck out of here and went, went on to win a Super Bowl. If, they, if, that, if there was a possibility that that team didn't have the fifth pick, but they had like the 13th pick. I guess they did go to a, an AFC championship with them. So I don't, I guess that's not the greatest example, but like sometimes getting the shittiest teams out the way, like Detroit picks in the top four five, six all the time. and doesn't yeah. do shit with it ever. But, I think um, yeah. with yeah. the NFL, like they, they are going to want to think about some type of um, competitive measure like that too, just because their league, unlike basically any other sports league in the world, just like literally prints money. So as long as you get in and own a team, you really don't got to worry about, trying to be that competitive um because it's going to make money for you so seems clearly have not cared about winning for a long time a lot of teams yeah so i if i don't know yeah i think it would help out some teams who are actually still trying to win and getting skirted out of that pick a team that i think is a perfect example of that like the chicago bears have never ever ever really been bad enough to have like a top I can't think of a time where I saw the Bears picking like top five or top eight, really, even. When they picked Trubisky. I can think of, That's the last time. Kevin they White? Trubisky, Kevin White? They, trade, they traded up for Trubisky. Kevin White might have been after the top five, though. I, Kevin White might have been like yeah. seven or something like that. Yeah, they, traded up, they traded up for Trubisky, so, and they I think they had like the eighth pick. But like, if there was a, a period in time where like the, the Bears have always kind of been in that area where they, they're picking like eight to 17, 19, yeah. 20, maybe. If that, they can turn, flip, the, flip those eighth picks into, oh, we, we won the lottery one year or we got a better odds in the lottery one year, we got to the third pick and they could actually get a quarterback, franchise looks completely different. But as of how it's been, they've never had a good quarterback. Like the Bears have, in my lifetime, have never had a good quarterback and for the most part have never so, had a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, with Cutler is probably the best one that we've seen since. By far. Yeah. Easily. And we, I don't know if any of us think he's super good or just good, but like by far the best quarterback they've had in my lifetime. He's, yeah, probably top 15 at, at best. When, franchise yeah. So, like, if a team like that who puts no, all the they other got people a Hall together, of Famer. Who? who? I have to go back, but I, I thought that too. Yeah, they, they do. Um, oh, is McMahon a Hall of Famer? Fuck no. I thought he wasn't good. Oh, or, or probably no, not, not Jim. Team, right? Not Jim. They, hold on. I've got to find this dude. But yeah, yeah so either way, like a team like that who has been a quarterback away for my entire life, getting the odds of like, oh, we turned the ninth pick into the second pick and got fucking Pat Mahomes or whoever, you know, whoever they want to get. All right. Um, so this might be the era of football where we feel like it doesn't count. It's 1939 to 1950. Sid Luckman, he's a Hall of Famer, three time Pro Bowler, five time All Pro, four time NFL champ. Um, yeah. I agree with how you started that sentence. When did, uh, yeah. when did they start wearing black people playing the NFL? I'm gonna guess it was not 1939 to 1950. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, but no, I would support a lottery for sure. I think the NFL and the NFL draft is already so exciting. We don't do a fucking live show for the NBA lottery and the NBA draft. Like it, it's exciting, but not like that. 
But yeah, I think adding even more excitement to that would be a fucking a great product and giving more people. If you did, if, could you imagine? No, that wouldn't work. If you did the lottery the same night of the draft, like obviously teams need to know oh, where they're picking. But could yeah, you imagine no. the lottery the same yeah, night? Of the fire, though. Holy fuck! That's some wrestling shit. <laughs> oh man, that would be so fire! I would fucking love that. Hey, that low key, that would be kind of dope. Sid Luckman, 137 touchdowns, 132 picks. <laughs> Damn! How many rushing touchdowns? Did he run for a bunch of touchdowns at all? Did it even count rushing uh, touchdowns? Like that? Yeah, did they, were they going to show me that? I feel like football is like rugby. That he has day. four rushing touchdowns on his career. Oh, that's not too. That's not too crazy. No, yeah, he wasn't running the ball. He was throwing it. Hey, he just was throwing it to everybody. Super random football thing. Did you guys know? Uh, you know Daryl Stingley, the dude who got hit by Jack Tatum and like severed his spinal cord or whatever, and he's paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen that video? Yes. That's Derek. Maybe. That's Derek Stingley's grandpa. Oh shit! I yeah. had no idea. They were like, "Oh yeah, he comes from an NFL family," and they're like, "Yeah, that they probably are the reason he didn't play receiver and play corner instead because he saw his grandpa." And I'm like. Oh, nigga, I never that was Bomani that said that, huh? I didn't even catch that. Was that said that, yeah. But like the Jack Tatum, he hits the dude, and the dude like lands on his head and like bounces off of his head and it like fucks his spinal cord up and he's paralyzed. Like, oh, no. that's his grandpa, which is he's still fucking him, clearly. <laughs> uh, maybe his daddy was born before then. I don't know. I don't uh, know how that no works man. when you when your when your bottom half stops working. Like, does that still work? You just gotta get it's, it out. I think like, it's person to person, bro. You gotta get it out. You like got two things. You got to get me out of here. If if that don't work anymore, you got to get me up out of here. Nah, I'll be all right. Um, I can't say the same. <laughs> I want to go. You don't value you don't value yourself, brother. I be bored sometimes. <laughs> like I said, you don't value. Yourself, all right, we can brother. we can move forward. We can talk about something else. Well, speaking all of right. horny, that uh, I wouldn't see Tyro's reaction. What you guys think about that She Hulk trailer? I wasn't horny when I watched it. Looked pretty oh. good. CG looked kind of off at some places, but um, I'm here. I'm in. I, I it looked a good. Lot of people complain about the CGI. I feel like it was okay. Marvel no, CGI sucks all the time. I don't. I don't know why people are even surprised to see it. Like we, I didn't think it would look good, but it didn't look so bad that I was like, that wasn't something I focused in on when I watched it. Yeah. That bad. Maybe it, it just looked. It looked like Uncanny Valley. Like it looked like this doesn't. This doesn't fit here. Yeah, it's but too close, I know, like it's, it's close to being a person, but it's not a person. Yeah, like something's not right with you. You're trying to make human <laughs> facial expressions, but Let you're not say, uh, quite there. Like your fight, your fight or flight like, instincts uh, turned on watching that trailer. How Paramount mm-hmm. did Sonic? They said they're gonna scrap it and fix it, like how the Sonic shit happened. Nah, it didn't look. I didn't think it looked that bad. I didn't even think about the CGI until I saw people talking about it. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's definitely see- like uh, they're not. They're not gonna put out. Bullshit. The only time they like the I saw them put out just straight bullshit CGI was uh Black that whole ending. No, was it Black Panther? The end of Black Panther. That that's that that fighting scene at the end. And the no, that was kind of goofy. That was like, like bad fish, but it wasn't yeah. the worst. The worst was uh, yeah. by far the end of Black Widow when the the shit was falling apart and they're falling out the sky. Oh okay. Yeah, oh my. Go God. back and watch that again. But like no. now you're watching it and looking for it. It's yeah. the fucking worst. <laughs> that should look pretty bad. I didn't hate Black Widow. Yeah. I thought it was fine. No, no, I don't. I didn't say I hated it either. I was just saying I CGI love. Really bad I love right when when any either one of us oh, does God. it. I consciously remember Blake hates when we do that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I didn't hate Black Widow. I didn't say you did. Why did you say that? I think it was a snap on me. Yeah, Blake, I'm sorry. I love it. Give it a face to completely other conversation than what we were just having. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're guilty. It doesn't matter. What do we know? That's all good, man. Love y'all. All right. Um, you guys tuning in? Yes. To what? Yeah. The show. Yeah, of yeah. course. I'm not gonna miss none of these shits. This is Marvel. Yeah, yeah nigga, we watch everything. Speaking man. of, I just you I just finished that, Moon Knight. Is gonna be in there. Yes. The who? Wong. They show because yeah, they show oh, the abomination yeah. the, and clearly the Wong abomination cells that he her. took. Yeah, he took old boy back to. Yeah. Well, let me find uh, a dog. What if we get a, like a Wong and the abomination like a uh, spinoff, and they're just like running around the the multiverse beating people up. <laughs> That'd be kind of hard. That would be kind of cool. I still need to watch Eternals. Unrelated to any of that. But yeah, I did I just my boy Al was getting into. I did just watch Moon Knight, and uh, Mark was beating some fucking ass on that show. I don't know why Steven kept popping up. But let me let me try to call timeout mid fight. No, fuck that. Get out of here with your Steven. Had yeah, set, though. Steven, Steven came through kind of clean with him though. Yeah. He had, the, he had a ski mask instead of the fucking full pullover joint. Yeah. It's hilarious that they had different suits. That was a great touch. Isn't that and, like just some crazy ass acting though for one person to have to have all the conflicts with himself and arguments it, with himself dude, and like he did character such building a with job. himself. Like, yeah. that together. And he just hit the little like, uh, okay, now I'm like a different person. Change my accent. And I'm sure they like cut some shit up. But I'm sure he got most of those scenes where he like just did it, changed his accent, different person altogether. That's that yeah. shit was fire. He he was acting his ass off. Now I ain't never seen anything like that. My old school, I I haven't seen that um, that that uh, the sequel to Unbreakable with James McAvoy, where he's playing all the people, shit like that. I don't know if he if he is is he like that? Is he good in that too? I haven't seen that. I did because he was. It was the same actor that was in um, Split, right? That was in Unbreakable. That's him, the ball nigga. He professed yeah, excellence. Would, I X-Men. haven't seen Unbreakable too, but I did see Split, and he was like that in that movie where he would just like, you could he would do some subtle shit where you were like, oh, this is a different person talking right now, but he didn't. He's not announcing that. it. Yeah, you know, like this might be my Moon shit Knight now because like Moon I didn't Knight. know I liked that type of acting, but yeah. now I think I like the type of acting. <laughs> Moon Knight, he like announces that he's changing. Yeah, that dude would just like, and then completely change into a different person like mid sentence, and it was like, what the. Fucking my, I'm Valley, where I'm like, this is weird, dude. This is James, James McAvoy. He's a, isn't he making a movie where they're shooting it on a phone and it's all in one take with no script or something like that? That's a like very specific fact, sir. I haven't heard about this. That's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> all in one take on an iPhone with no script? Yeah, it might not be the iPhone, but like, no, nah, like, he's making a movie. It would and definitely be not that. giving them a script. I'm telling you, look at that shit up. That's some shy on the buff shit. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like a movie I'm ever gonna watch. I would be curious, like just to like nigga. Sounds like a live stream. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you definitely just described a live stream. We're gonna record you do some stuff. Like, well, like, all that, right. Yeah, that's, Anything that pull up stuff. when you uh, searched it? No, I searched James McAvoy, and one of the first things that pops up is how did he get so buff? That's a weird question, bro. I'm telling you, like. God damn, this is some uh, James McAvoy movie with no script. I don't know. All right. I care. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Blake, can you talk about the Halo finale before you tell me about <laughs> a movie that I said? It's a movie called My Son. 
uh, James McAvoy took a very unique approach to his performance of My Son during filming for director and co-writer Christian Carrion's remake of his own 2017 French film. McAvoy was the only member of the cast to not be given a script. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So uh, he what's out? I'm so everybody else had a script and he didn't. Yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that. That sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard what of that? What the fuck? Hell no. no. 2021 film. I definitely Ooh. don't hear about the James McAvoy passion projects. Nah, All right, where is this t- Where is this located at? Before I can stream it. That piff. <laughs> there ain't nobody that real put the movie out on that piff. <laughs> It's hosted on biggiejiggymixtapes.com. Nah, that YGG definitely on that piff. All right. Uh, some of this shit says it comes out in 2020. Some shit came last year. I don't know. Whatever. All right, man. Shout out to me, man. I knew what I was talking about. Yes, yes. Shout out to you. Okay. Halo finale. Um, so, uh, bombed on Halo last week. Um, they kept the goofy shit up this week, but they also delivered maybe the best episode of the season so far. Um, okay. It's the yeah and it it's the most this is the the closest to video game and book chief that we've seen but oh man don't, don't can i spoil it yeah bro i don't give a fuck all right i'm gonna, so, I'm gonna catch you i'm probably gonna restart the shit because i'll be watching that shit tired in this show um the relationship between cortana and chief is not what it is ever and everything else cortana yeah, is actually. like basically implanted into him oh no i was reading something Okay, Cortana's in his head by Halsey. He doesn't really want her there. He, so most of the time he like he ignores and tries to shut her out or everything. Um, but after they discover like Halsey's plan and like how how like she's like been kidnapping the Spartans and all that shit, and um, they all turn on her. Um, they finally go to um, this Covenant world where the, they have the artifacts that they've been looking for the whole entire time, the ones that like M- M- Mackie got away with. Um, in either way, the prophets are there, but the Spartans don't even know what, who the prophets are, or what the prophets are. You're really distracting me with all this text because I'm, oh, I'm, I'm reading it and I'm trying to talk. <laughs> the Spartans in the UNSC don't know who the who the prophets are. They've only like loosely heard about them, so they don't even try to kill the prophets. They're literally yeah. trying to get the artifacts back and get back to UNSC space, get back to Reach. Um, so they get to this planet. They try to go in quiet, but then that fucks up. And then it turns into a big ass fight. Atriox, who's like the main bad dude in Halo Infinite, this massive ass brute who beats Chief's ass, Chief's ass in Halo Infinite, and basically kicks him off to that planet by himself. That's how come yeah. the, the game starts how it does. He's here and he's still like a part of uh, the Covenant. He's not like a part of the Banished yet. He beats Chief's ass again. Uh, the brutes just brutalize the Spartans. Then like a hundred, no, maybe probably more than hundred, probably like a thousand like elites come up out of the ground too. And like, they're all like rushing the Spartans. Um, and chief is like, yo, like, okay, there's Spartans down right here. I need to get them back to the ship and I need to like clear this out so we can do that. Um, he's like, I can't do this on my own. So he tells Cortana, Hey, take my body over. You do it. Cause I can't do this on my own. So chief basically dies. Cortana brings him back to life, but Cortana is controlling his body now. And when mm. that happens, it's like Wait, full video game chief. And it's like the coolest shit ever. That happens in the game? Like he dies and she be like controlling it? No, no. Oh, in the shit. game, okay. In the game, they're like John Master Chief, John 117, 
he's like just a very stick to the mission, get it done type yeah. of dude, right? He he obviously like he knows about like Halsey betraying them and stuff like that, so he doesn't look at her as like a mentor and mother figure anymore. And so he kind of does make his own choices like that in the game. But it's it's always about like fuck the covenant. That's rule number one. And um I'm here for the Marines, my team, and I'm gonna get the shit done. I'm I, I care about people around me, that's it. Um in the show, he like he's just an emotional fucking wreck and they call him um they call him Jimmy Rings. <laughs> that's what the people on the Halo subreddit call him. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> when he's like cause he, he's always taking his helmet off and he's never in his armor, he's just being emotional and stupid. Um but either way, yeah, like Cortana takes over his body, like turns him into this like super killing machine, like he is inside the books, inside in the games and stuff like that, and just fucks all these covenant up. She's like controlling uh, um, a pelican and like mowing down elites with it while he's like on the ground shooting and like dual woods plasma pistols and like knock all these people out. Like, ever even need to be alive if she can do all that? What the fuck? But because like he can't come back because that's how she designed Cortana in the show. Halsey did is that oh, Hall, uh, Cortana was gonna take over Chief's body and knock his consciousness out of there, and then it'd just be like the AI controlling a human body. So that's what it's gonna be from now on. So Master Chief is gone, but he came back. He he very he didn't come back. So at the the last sequence of the show is they're flying away into in space, and Kai, who's the other Spartan who took out her emotional blocker thing, sits down next to Chief while he's flying the ship. And he's, mm-hmm. he has his helmet on. He doesn't take his helmet off on the ship. All the other Spartans did at this point because the mission's over. Um, she's like, John, are you in there? And he just turns and looks at her, and that's it. It ends. He doesn't talk. Just like how in the game, he doesn't really talk that much. Oh, so season two about to be lit. Oh, so maybe they maybe they heard your complaints, and now he's about to be yeah. like so, from the game. And it could be, but like, so this last episode, I, I would almost wager people should just watch the last episode. Anything might be a little bit confused, but it, it it's the most like the game. Like they even do the shit where like they like have the camera view in first person. Like you're watching the gun go, and like they have wow. like you're seeing the Spartan's helmet. It had a lot of cool shit in this last cool. episode. It was it was pretty dope. Based on what you told me, obviously I haven't watched the show, but yeah, it kind of sounds like maybe that was what they were setting up was to like. Uh, I think so. Have it be some shit where you're like, what the fuck? Is, like, why is he so this? And why is he doing this? And then it ends, he turns into the dude you know. And now it's like, oh, he doesn't take his helmet off. He is just. It all coach. makes sense. Yeah, maybe how they get away explaining why Chief is who he is. But they didn't need to do that. He didn't need that in the first place. But uh, yeah. whatever. It's how you're going to. That's how they would that, do. Would that change your your feeling on? Because oh, you you were I wouldn't say you were fifty fifty on the show. There were some moments that you hated and some that you liked. Would that change your opinion on it if that's how the direction that they went on it? No, because it's you can't trust them. You can't trust this show. That's the issue, yeah. right? They because because they're they play such a wild card all the time. Like you can't go into it really expecting anything, and when the source material is like so deep as it is and like you just choose to completely ignore it and then like you try to come back to it sometimes like i don't know for me like as a viewer like it just it fucks it up a lot and i would okay. really like need to hear from somebody who knows nothing about halo and try to watch the show. like i always like brie was here to watch this with me because she doesn't know shit about halo and like then i could get her opinion on like so did you like that because i know like that opinion is like not muddied by all the shit that mine is muddied by so, i don't know well, I will commit as a, a good friend, uh, a supporter of you. I'm gonna watch the show just to be able to give you a completely unbiased okay. opinion. I, and I worry because like, like my opinion might have fucked up some of it for you too. But like, just watch it and like 
yeah. see what you I feel. know so little about Halo. Like I think I've I played Halo three a few times, but like other than that, like I I know so little about it that even the shit that you've told me, I'm like I don't remember parts of it. Other than that, you didn't fuck with it in certain ways. All right, yeah, and it's not clear like if the Covenant human lady Mackey. If she like double crossed Chief, if she was like really down with Chief or what. It's clear that she kind of had some feelings for him though, but like I think she was still loyal to the Covenant too. So we'll see how that goes and turns out. Okay. But they have yet to find a Halo. They had they, there is no Halo in this first season. Okay. Okay. Wait, wasn't Halo just a big ass thing that was over the planet? It wasn't over the planet. They ended up there because of a. Uh, um, I think they they got caught in like a slip space thing with the covenant. They jumped there, um, and yeah, that's oh. that's it. I, if you would have asked me before, you just said that what like Halo, Halo that. like Zelda is not Link, right? Like I think Halo and the character is Halo. No, Halo is like a, is a construction. That, it's a ring world. Then I thought it was the the planet that they were on that just had the ring around it. I thought that that was just. That's why it's called no, that, the, right? the ring is the planet. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nerd. And they're all halos. There's Delta Halo, there's Zeta Halo, there's different halos. Okay. okay. They're all meant to eradicate all life in the galaxy. Some are like research stations where like they like made the flood and like they just did experiments on them, the forerunners did. And then they saw the flood was like, okay, like if this shit gets anywhere else, the only way we can get rid of it is if we set off one of these rings because it get it doesn't stop. So that's basically why they're there. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll have to do some Halo exploration. Yeah, check it out. I remember all of that shit. I feel you. All right, yeah, so you wanted to talk about the? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, Atlanta. The last two episodes of Jamal. Did you catch up? No, I still ain't watched them yet. Tyrell. <laughs> I'm I'm more than two episodes behind. I think I'm like four episodes behind. Okay, I'll just give it like a brief synopsis without like trying to spoil too much. Okay, the last I've, I've disliked the season so much that I don't really mind if you spoil it or not. Okay, um, so oh my gosh, come here, Risky. We could take a break and I can uh, edit this out. I know where time is at. You need to take the dog out. No, I I got it. I can do this real quick. So the last two okay. episodes, right? Um, not. Starting two weeks ago, they had one where um, this is one of the ones where it's like outside of the group again. Um, but basically, this episode was like an all black and white. And it was like a kid who um, kind of like a Pete Davidson logic type of I saw Mike McCarthy. Mike, not Mike McCarthy, the coach for the Dolphins. What's his name? Mike, uh, Mike McDaniels, Jason Mike Kidd type of, type of deal. Right. <laughs> where... Um, He's like definitely like white passing, can be white passing yeah. sort of type of thing. But, but he's black. like, yeah, has a black dad. Um, and however that worked out, he looks like he looks. Um, the show's in all black and white. And he's trying to go to some college, like, because he's a senior. All of his friends are going to this school. He can't afford to go to school. His parents say, you're not, we're not paying for shit. The only way you're going to the school is if you pay for it, I'm not signing no fastest or nothing like that. So um, he's clearly not going. But then some dude that used to go to his high school comes and he has a bunch of money. He's like, hey, I'm going to give all the graduating senior scholarships and all the crowd's going crazy. Like, and he's like, if you're black. <laughs> oh, so, shit. <laughs> but then it, the, 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 he has them come to the auditorium one, one at a time to come talk about the scholarship. He wants the black kids to come, right? 
but the he's not doing it like based off like who your parents are and like that it's like you have to pass a test to prove your blackness oh that's um, hilarious so they ask him a bunch of questions um they're like one of them's like take this pencil go to that table and make a beat um, oh, that's funny. <laughs> just, just a bunch of funny shit. The uh, whole okay. entire segment right there is like hilarious. It, but the the dude, the Richard Vestager is Kevin Samuels. Like I've never seen him in acting or nothing like that before. But he Wait, he fucking smoked Kevin him. Samuels was acting as the dude. Yes, yes. Wow. Kevin Samuels off, is, is the black is the black investor with the money that's going to like give tens of kids to school or whatever. Um. So oh, either way, incredible. the, the I'm yeah, gonna watch that shit after you finish up here now. This one's good. So the kid that they're following around afterwards, right? Like, um. That he's like, so how come I can't have a scholarship? Because he failed their test or whatever. He's like, well, this is bullshit. Like, I have a black parent. And then one of the guys next to him was like, you're fucking white. Like, <laughs> 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 but I mean, then there's a twiff at the end of it. Um, that's pretty good, too. I'm not going to spoil that part, but I definitely okay, yeah, check out I'm that episode. And then the actual final episode, they explain what's like going on with Van. Because everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, she's popping sure. in and out of these places. Um, and you, it's like, you, it's like, she's like pretty far gone in this one. Um, and okay, you kind of get the explanation part. of like, what the fuck is happening here? But there's like a, there's a crazy ass dinner too that you got to see. The last two episodes have been really good though. Um, still, oh, everything we said last week about the show, still standing on that too, because it's been wild as fuck. Um, I will say my mom just like, pretty much been watched all of it. I think last week she caught up to everything that had happened yeah. before this week and she's, she's been enjoying it. So it's like, I think it's one of those things like different people come to the show for different things. Like she's really enjoying like all the different places that the show has gone. And she's pointed out to me that I think every single episode in this show has been in the season has been about racism in some way or another, which I'd, I guess I wasn't. Know yeah, tying that line all together straight through it, but I think when you're sitting there watching them back to back to back to back, maybe it's a bit more clear. And maybe when you're not looking for the stuff from the crew, okay. you're yeah, not yeah. going to um, be as sour on it as as I guess as we have been. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we just got so much of them. Like the the show was like like them being like a crew just kicking and doing shit together. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's hard like, left. Like. I, like even now, now that you said your mom mentioned that, like okay, yeah, that makes sense. And like thinking about it, it, it makes sense why he would do it. It makes sense why, like, why how that ties together. But it was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no show gives you a warning before they tell you what the season's gonna be. But I wish I kind of no. would have knew going into it because I had an expectation that it was gonna be like everything that I've watched for the last three and a half, four years. Yeah, was gonna be this, and then it was like completely different in so many ways. Because that first episode. Like, I was like, damn, this shit was super, like, touching and emotional, and I fucked with it heavy, and then it was like, okay, but wait, where is it going from here, and why is it doing that? I didn't really like, but I guess taking a step back and, like, seeing the bigger picture can be helpful. Oh, question for y'all. Y'all know that white dude that they met up there, that they've been kicking it with, that, that one of us had the phone? Who had the phone, because he's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Yo, y'all think his hair is really like that? Remember when you took off the beanie when they first met him? No, I remember. I don't remember. Was that at the the big party in London that they yes. right that they met him at? Yeah, <laughs> Dog, I think like. I kind of think his hair is really like that. I kind of think his like hair is really like that. God yeah, damn it. that kind of oh, looks shit. like it is. Damn, his hair is fucked. But yeah, that was how that funny. Something told me that episode. I'm like, bro, I bet you that white dude got that phone. <laughs> All right, so I don't even think about it. I I, I thought for sure it's gonna be the dude's uh, kid from the venue or whatever. 
or like, or just something like, stupid. Man, like after like I figured out he didn't have it because they kept talking to him like they came back the next day, or whatever. I'm like, dude, I bet you that white dude got that phone because they just remember like he was finna say something like racist and then they stopped him and then like, he just been kicking with him ever since. Because I was wondering, like, yo, why they bring that dude along? Like, I know they fucked him like that, and then it was like he threw the phone away. I like, I don't know, he's shy. He finna do something some grimy before the season over. I think it's over. I, is the season still going? It's over already. He hasn't made it to the last. You'll episode. see. I mean, I can't. Maybe they, I mean, they obviously they could go back to see what the crew's up to, but oh. just with how this last one wrapped up with Van and everything like that, this felt like a final episode. Maybe it's just the last time we see her this season. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. In my hands is banging. Tall. Oh. I really, this shit's fire. Watch it I still have been meaning to watch that show, but it I'm just such a uh, that was the last episode, uh, by the way, Blake. Um, wow. but yeah, I if I, I I feel like I gotta be further removed from the show, which is dumb. Like once I'm so far behind and the show is still going, I don't want to watch it. I wanna wait till it ends and then watch it then. We started I watching like some violent drug shit. Um but out. yeah, like my ends I do think. Oh I'm my awesome. god. Mine's is, is another one of those shows though too that they it, so there's a storyline that's like going a long running in it um there's a couple there's a few different storylines and like you may not care about one of the storylines or two of the storylines something like that but if you just stick with it and get through it then it shit starts getting really i know the main show was yeah. like what well, dude was like a snitch because he killed a cop or some shit like that a main dude or something like that and um, brother. something what happened with that i've got to restart that shit honestly i watch yeah it, even that doesn't i mean as I'm talking about like so the ones I'm talking about is like the Galindo one, like with the cartel thing and like Easy um having a prior relationship with the cartel dude's wife, um, and all that stuff. Then there's the um Abuelita one where um Easy's brother has a relationship and a baby with like the leader of like these freedom fighters in Mexico who are actively fighting the cartel. That's like the first um, season, right? It's ongoing. It's not just the first season. Okay, because I remember that. Then there's like the whole thing, like Easy's dad is possibly the father of the cartel boss because he used to hook up with the cartel boss's mom, like because he was a driver for them. And but that storyline gets wrapped up at the end of season three, I believe. Um, But there's yeah, there's just different things floating around that like you may not necessarily care about, but like. The core of the thing is really good, and like they're doing like a heavy like club stuff right now. Like they had shifts in leadership. They're about to go to war with the Suns, so that's gonna be crazy. Um, they just had a war with themselves. Then yeah, um, Alvarez is back this season. It's fucking dope. Did you guys All ever right. watch Westworld? No, uh, season one. That's it. Damn, Jimmy Butler and uh, Marcus Smart. Sorry. All right, Jamal. Hey, while Blake takes his dog out, you want to talk about the uh, Floyd fighting in Dubai? I was oh, gonna man. say you guys better not talk about Nick Saban. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm definitely saving that for you. Definitely saving. Yeah. Did you watch it at all? I didn't watch it at all. Oh no, uh, let me pull up. Kind of. So well, he, he is, is the Dubai fight the next one, or that's what they actually did today? No, today, he found a dude in Dubai or whatever because it got canceled from last week, so they postponed it. Because uh, some like a sultan or somebody like high ranking official passed away, so they postponed it a week. But he fought, I think, one of his old like sparring partners or 
name what Dan Moore's his name, and I seen the clip of him like they say he was like fucking around, like talking to people in the crowd and like dancing, like just showboating. Wait, so were people in the crowd like were they on the helipad too? Like how big is the helipad? Actually, I don't know. I need to see something. It looked like from the clips I saw, I saw them in like a damn arena. Oh yeah, because I would say the picture I just saw, they looked like they were inside, so they actually yeah. weren't up there. Because I yeah, cause I remember the first time I read something about it, it they were supposed to be on the goddamn helipad. I thought they was gonna like recreate a Tekken scene. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't think that shit's gonna happen. Oh well, that's kind of fucking lame. Find a nigga on a helipad is hilarious. That's top five though. Damn. Um, is there any other? I know Holly Holm is fine tonight, right? Isn't she from out here? She's from Tacoma, right? Holly Holmes? Yeah. I feel like she's from like Kansas. I don't think she's from out here. Misha Tate's from out here. Maybe that's what I'm thinking about. I was gonna say I know that yeah. Holly Holmes is from let's see, I yeah, feel like she's from like Nebraska or some shit. Albuquerque. There you go. Oh, okay, never mind. It was okay. Yeah. No, nah, she's not from I know out here. she's uh, nah. fighting tonight. Hopefully she went off over her because she she put uh she put Ronda Rousey to bed. Ronda Rousey in a pack. Duh, do you remember you know, when they was like wait. Do you know what Holly Holmes' nickname is? Do you remember why she was like super popular? Other than beating up Ronda Rousey? She's the the preacher's daughter. That's her nickname. She don't like you either, nigga. (laughs) Ronda Rousey don't like you, but she don't like you either. Yeah, that's that's ass. She fucked Ronda Rousey up, though. (laughs) She whooped her fucking ass. Dude, that and uh, when when she fucked a Spanish chick that was whooping her ass. That's when I felt sad. I like, bro, this Wait, for like, Holly Holmes or for no, Ronda Rousey. No, Ronda Rousey. I think what she. Oh fought yeah, she fought, she fought Amanda Nunez, didn't she? She fought her too. Dog, she like, fucking bodied her. <laughs> yeah, bro, this, this, that this was one of those where, yeah, I remember you. Like they clearly don't belong in the same ring. It's crazy how you could fall off like that. Dude, um, she would be she, shit out of her. I should have that was kind of hard. If what do you say? That chair blink kind of is kind of tough. Yeah, rich ass nigga. I, if we wouldn't get a, a copyright on YouTube, I'd play the Ronda Rousey video because yeah, she Amanda Nunez fucked her up. Dude, I think yeah. uh, Misha Tate just won like the like Celebrity Big Brother or something like that. Oh, she has though. I was like, I don't yeah. think I've ever felt as bad or somebody just getting the shit be of them when I saw uh, Khabib fight Floyd. Not Floyd, when Khabib fought uh. That's oh, you felt bad for Connor? Dog, it just well not bad, but it's like, bro, this looks like <laughs> oh okay. him in hell. <laughs> he will, and remember it could be after he beat him up, he jumped out the ring and went and beat no, up that's Connor. Came, like, I like bro, I need merch. I <laughs> if need you jump out merch. the ring and beat up another nigga, and then he just retired after that. He was like, you find I what I all the reasons why, like all the bullshit that he was doing. Yeah, like, oh, man, he's a real nigga. Oh, uh, he was whispering to him. You said fuck my mother. He said fuck my mother. Uh, he what? was talking to him, like while he uh, was his ass the mic'd up parts. I, I'm like, I feel like those are always the worst ass whoopings to see is someone who's like talking to you while they're beating you up. Don't don't like because this feels like your parent where they're like, didn't I tell you not to like? Don't be hitting me and say I did this, say I did that. Like, oh no 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 no. I was watching some videos of him like. Like grapple training with uh, Cormier on his YouTube channel. And Cormier's like, "Yo, man, I got like a hundred and some pounds on this dude. This dude's strong as fuck. I can't get him off me." Like, fuck. 
They sh- remember they had them videos of him as like a little kid. He was like wrestling a bear, like a little bear. I saw that, but they take the claws and the fangs off they the get- bears and shit. Sure, but if you put a fucking bear in a chokehold, <laughs> no, that's at any point like, in your life, I don't care if they don't got claws. Yeah, you gotta think about it. Like think about like if like your your parent just put a bear in front of you, like a baby bear. Today, if my mom put if you, if my mom took the fucking if anybody took the fang or the the claws off of a like. I'm what 280. If a, if somebody took the claws off of a 130 pound dog, I'd be like, God damn, that's a big ass dog. A bear, nigga. <laughs> what are you talking about? Dog, they, they, and then I think about Mystical, where he said if you find bear, where a grizzly bear, nigga, help the bear. So I probably shouldn't sound so pussy. Right dog, now, no, to be that bear in hell as a kid, that's crazy. He had him in hell. Hold on, let me close this door real quick. Yes, sir. Man. The docket for today. That we can talk about without Blake. So I might have to edit a little bit. I'm gonna edit a little bit of this out. We at 140. I'm gonna edit a couple minutes out. Or my man Blake. Yeah. Then Marcus Smart just came back into the game. Pause. All right, man. You're being ridiculous. Oh damn, Boston's kind of coming back. We're only down by nine. Damn, yeah, yeah they're kind of they're scoring some points in this game. I'm so mad the fucking Bucks got eliminated, dude. Dog, if they had fucking Chris Middleton, man, that's a big ass loss. That's a big ass loss. Dog, this is like, hey, <laughs> we're taking the second best player off your team. Yeah. It's like taking the better version of Devin Booker off the team. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not even like a big Booker guy. I'm not trying to defend him. I think Booker's better than Spencer. He's better not Spencer. Devin. He's better than Chris Middleton, but I won't say it's by hell. I don't know how you could say he's better than Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is a like a superior defender to him. And they're giving you similar like stats everywhere else, aren't Points, they? Yeah. Like Chris Middleton's a fucking like, duck. Yeah, but not like Devin Booker though. Let me look. Chris Middleton, he averaged 20 points a game on 44% from the field, 37 from three, mm-hmm. five, 5.4, five, sorry, 5.4 rebounds, 5.4 assists, 1.2 steals. So he's getting uh basically a half a steal more a game. Half a rebound more, half an assist more. He's scoring six less points, but he's doing it on the same three point percentage and the same percentage from the field, or very close to it. And you know he's a better defender overall, like yeah, just for sure. So everything is the same except six less points a game. But the best player on his team is not Chris Paul; it's Giannis, who's giving you thirty one points a game. So you don't gotta score twenty six. You you can give up to six points. I, it's hard for me to find a, a way to say that that uh, Middleton is worse than Devin Booker. Hey, man, you got me. I'm on his ass. I'm on him. Damn. You really don't fuck with Devin Booker? I do fuck with Devin Booker, though. I do like Devin Booker. But, like, you was, you was, you was, you was saying, you know, Tobias Harris, is he top 20 or 15? 
is Devin Booker what top fifteen? I mean, Tobias Harris is definitely not top. Oh, 20. you said he's top ninety. 90. You said top ninety. My bad. You yeah. said top 90. <laughs> no, I said sixty. He said like fifty or sixty. Who Who are you saying is this person the top fifteen player? Harden, James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So would you have De- Devin Booker and James Harden in a similar category? They'd be close. Yeah. So if like Booker might be like f- fourteen to twenty. Yeah. Best players in the league. Well, he's in that same. Yeah. Dude, I really yeah. don't focus. I think Harden is cooked, bro. I, really I think Harden is cooked. I think Harden is cooked. I have him lower than Booker, but Booker don't do Booker and Harden don't do nothing different enough for me to think that they're like a, a tier away or even close. Yeah, to them. they're in the same range, probably. Yeah. And if Hard if Harden was on the Suns right now, would you say he's the third best player on that team? Nah, because he wouldn't be trying to play no. You say he's probably the sixth best player on that team. Jesus Christ. If everything never seen assist. He averaged more assists than Booker. But no, we were just talking about uh Devin Booker and Chris Middleton compared. Not I think Chris Middleton's like a couple steps better than Devin Booker. Two way. He's, yeah, no, he's, he's 25 and a half, five and a half on similar, like very, very similar shooting percentages, and is a much better defender. So we were just trying to track out where that would be. All right. Now that Blake is back, I've been waiting to talk about this with y'all all week, though, because I don't think we even talked about it in the group chat, really, other than the little video. Nick Saban let that fucking chopper ring on <laughs> on uh, Jimbo Fisher and Deion Sanders, like calling them out by name, not by them by name, but the schools by name, so you're obviously calling them <laughs> out by name, and said they bought Texas A&M bought every player on the team. <laughs> nah, they gave everybody cute. money. He was on some bitch shit, dude. He was giving out names and all kind of stuff. That being said, they did say there somebody was breaking down Texas A&M since Jimbo's been there. They're like eleventh recruiting class with like two five stars or eighth recruiting yeah, they're class getting more. with one five star. This year they got seven of seven of the a lot recruiting class, right? right seven is a lot. They got the number one recruiting class. Seven yeah. number five star recruits is a lot of five star recruits for a year for a yeah. school that don't really ever get them. But like. The game is the game, <laughs> and the Nick Saban was acting like the game wasn't the game. Dude, it's wild to see, dog. Like it's this is this is the man, like probably the greatest college fo- uh, football coach of all time, um, top of top of the class. And yeah, I think it's. I I think this is. Starting he doesn't do this unless like he's he's starting to see like you know like. It's not this year that he's worried about. I think he's probably like his people are telling him like how this looks like seven years from now. What our seven year outlook looks like with the NIL thing, the way that it is right now, it being the Wild West with all the all of that. How we kind of need to adjust over the next seven, and we can't really predict too much about where we stand as a program and like our ability to recruit and everything like that. Just because like now it's completely out of what this campus offers, what what this coaching room offers. Like it's no longer us. And that this yeah. is like kind of a, a, a yell of desperation, right? That was my take of it. Um, but I don't know if y'all watched Dion on smart. I Am Athlete. I didn't watch the full thing. I did see a clip of him talking about uh, just Travis Hunter specifically, but I didn't see the full thing yet. Yeah. Okay. So I think a great point that Dion made on there was that he personally does not feel like this was about him or Jimbo. He thinks this was a desk like this was this was Nick Saban calling out to their boosters. Oh, like, yeah, I've seen people say that. Look okay. at look yeah, at yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on. Look at what I got to deal with. 
y'all need to step up. That's what he thinks this was. And that, those two were the example in order to do that. Um, and I think that, that does make a lot of sense just because, like, with a school as dominant as Alabama has been, I'm sure the boosters have been doing their thing for however long, but it's a different game now. Like, y'all kind of might be yeah. resting on your laurels a little bit, thinking that Alabama doesn't need to necessarily hit the recruiting trail as hard as anybody else just because, like, we win. Like, if you want to win, come here. If you want to go pro, come here. That kind of sells itself, right? But that's that's just not enough right now. Like, you got to do yeah. more than that. So that, that takes people outside the program who are loyal to the program to step up and do something more. And that's what this might've been from coach Saban. That's what Dion said. It's funny that that's Dion's take because that seems like the take of a person who's like, I know Nick Saban. I've spoken to him. Like they cool. They like have done commercials together. So, you know, they probably talk a good amount. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, I know what he meant when he said that. And it wasn't about me versus us. Cause my first thought was like, damn, why Jackson State? Why the fuck you call them out? Like they got one player. And I kind of that, took it in a way that's that, like a kind of a wild grab though. Like and I don't sorry, I, like, keep going. I don't I hate when like, people do that to me. Sorry. My no, bad. yeah. It's just like I I was like, why did you choose him? But I see why you could have chosen him or whatever. Um, but it's like the person who's not the offended person takes it more personally than the offended person when it's a personal situation. Cause it seemed like, yeah. cause yeah, Jimbo coached under uh, Nick Saban for uh, quite a minute and him and Dion and Nick Saban clearly seem to be like good friends. Some, some relationship is there. Yeah. Like they, sure. they do commercials together. Dion's mentioned him a couple times, like as far as like in press conferences and shit like that. Um, but just the last point I'm gonna make about this. I listened to Bomani. They did Foxworth Friday yesterday and yeah. they said that this wasn't like a, a national press conference that he did this on this is some like little shit in birmingham that he was like doing for a press conference for like the boosters and shit like that so the booster point makes it make even more sense knowing that it wasn't like oh he was on sec today or sec network or nothing like that like he was at a small thing in alabama talking to alabama fans and they asked mm -hmm. the question and he answered it so yeah that that makes way more sense the way you uh picked it up yeah, I um, damn, what the fuck was I about to say? Uh, that that Dion um, the sit down with I Matthew though, it is re it's really good. Um, because yeah. back like to the Travis Hunter point about like people say like how they asked him like how did you flip him from from Florida State? How did you pull him away from Florida State? You know, and he was like, Dion answered like, well, I personally don't consider it flipping because the thing is he never visited here. Um, we got him down here for a game where. It was 60,000 of his people, people that look just like him, that talk just like him, that are about the same things that he's about in the crowd, having fun uh, with the music, the the sounds, the food, all that stuff going on down here and everybody having a good time and going home. And like, that's it. And like, it's just it, this environment you can't replicate anywhere else. Yeah. And so he was like, it wasn't a thing of me flipping Travis like Travis, one, loved that. And two, he really wanted to play for me. And that's what like Dion was saying, like, um, and <laughs> he's having a problem with Travis where it's like Travis doesn't really isn't grasping that Dion has to coach the whole team. He's like, Travis will be in seven on seven. He's like, coach, can you come watch me and do this like real quick? Can you come see how I'm working on this? Can you give me some point of on this and shit like that? Um, but yeah, it's it that scenario, it, it looked crazy just because of the era we're in with the NIL stuff. But like when you like actually break down like the human components of like why some kid may want to go from Florida State to a Jackson State, yeah, it's not that crazy 
as, yeah, it, as it looks and, on paper. And the million dollars might just be the deal breaker yeah. or like the, the, the shifter. Like I was leaning here, but Florida State can Did give that me this. Happen, though? Well, he yeah, got, barstool, you know, he got the bar stool. You told us about it. He got the bar stool. Like, oh, the show, the show, the show is going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. They were saying he's supposed to like get a million dollars guaranteed or something like that. Like, well, and then that's that might like be the, the thing the... that shifts me, but mm-hmm. that's not the only reason. Cause like they said, you're not just like, I'm not about to go from a great place to a shitty place because I'm getting some money. When he knows he's going to the league, he he knows he's signing the contract at some point. Like, yeah, as long as there's no coming. step backwards. Yeah. That money's coming. Mm hmm. But they um, what's what's um that that's the other like the so there's lots to talk about with the nil stuff in general. I think one thing that's getting like misconstrued a lot in the conversations is always kind of painted this way that the schools are giving out money, which can't happen. The schools can't give out money as people surround the schools. It's all third party. It's all third party. It's all third party, and it can't be with the implicit thing that you are enrolled at that school. Like the, the, you can't do that. You can't tie those two things together. So it just has to be like some brand deal. That's available to you if you're in this area or whatever. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and then there's um, what was the other part? Um, oh, um, so like Coach Saban, go back to him, right? Um, his complaints about what's going on with these other schools and how the recruiting is today, um, it largely comes back to like he has a fault in this, right? Like because if if programs like his own were more like about it and on top of it of like helping athletes find a pathway to getting paid then the ncaa wouldn't have had to like fold basically like congressional pressure and just open the floodgates and now there's no regulation you would have had a chance for regulation you would have had a chance to slow some of the stuff kind of down you know like um to possibly have something like um a structured free agency type of deal or something yeah like if y'all want to take talk- care of them, we wouldn't have to worry about it. But yeah, they're, they're, so. they're talking about that now, like with their revenue sharing plan, where um, you basically get like a, a, a some sort of like smaller stipend if you're at the school, but then you get like a large, you get like a cut of revenue once you graduate from the school, but you have to graduate. Mm-hmm. So that stops people from transferring and all that stuff, right? It helps yeah. you like stay loyal to a school. And I oh, think right. the amount that you get is like higher based on how many years you've been at the school. That okay. uh, was on the college football subreddit. I'm not remembering it entirely, but it, it was an idea to help kind of stem us, like turn the tide away from like the transfer portal um, situation that's going on right now where, where kids are just going out there and sitting for months on end waiting for like the right thing that has nothing to do with actual football to pop up um, in order to pull them to a school. Um, just It's just the kind of the path that things may or may not go though. So we'll see. Because my man's uh, the dude that won the Bolitnikoff last year. He Jordan Allison, yeah. Yeah, yeah where'd he go? He went to Texas, right? He hasn't decided yet. He's just in the portal. Oh, okay. I thought he was going to yeah. Texas for some reason. I yeah. didn't. I don't I know. I didn't I know, know if he did top, They said USC is the number one. Uh, Pitt's still on there, Texas. And there was one other school that was like leading all the rest of them. USC. I hope USC sucks. Nah, USC's gonna be nice. I hope I hope you dub playing USC at home this year so I can go see that. Cause yeah, USC about to be nice. Yeah, it's, it's um it's a Caleb shame like all the <laughs> all the rich people like in the Pacific Northwest like are pro- probably aren't from the Pacific Northwest and like didn't like necessarily go to school up there. So it's like there's a ton of money up there, but it's probably not gonna go to U Dub because I don't Grayson be telling me cares about he says it. they're a they're a blue bud. Uh, blue blood just based off their boosters he'd be swearing that they got a bunch of money i don't know what the money actually is or what it looked like but 
I think it's not. Gross. I don't think it's. It's. I'm sure they do, but I'm just saying like how much money is up there. We it's shouldn't not be like, competing with really anybody. Yeah, I don't think late. the money's yeah. like. Yeah, they're not. They're not tied into one another. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got like probably got like good Boeing employees, like long time standing ones like that, but like not the people who are coming in and work at like all the like the game companies, the Amazons, the Microsofts. Like those yeah, folks usually aren't all from the the Northwest. They're from all over the world. Yeah. Well, you all graduated and you got your degree and shit, right? Yes, sir. Uh, Allegedly. Does your school ever, your school ever uh, like call you and ask for like donations or anything like that? Um, so no, but the reason they don't is because I never signed up for the alumni foundation or the alumni like thing it, that has like a, a recurring fee and all that stuff. And for me personally, like I didn't, I don't necessarily see the benefit of it for myself just because like, I can't really benefit from the networking part. Right. Like I'm, my career is all over the country and the world at the moment, you know, like I just move wherever my wife moves. Uh, so I know if I was going to stay up there though, it might make a little, I might've made more sense. Like if I was just going to stay up there and be on my own, it might've made a little more sense for me to do that. Know, I don't know if he's in the alumni program. I got to ask him. But I remember, uh, but told me like, uh, UW was calling him and asking him to dope for some donations or some shit. Mm-hmm. And that makes like, it a lot bigger school, a lot more powerful alumni association. Like yeah. that makes a lot it more sense. Like, no like, oh wait, you're with where? Hold on, hold yeah. on. Let me talk to you. I'd be like surprised, like on LinkedIn, like when I'm when I'd be looking, it's like one person from your school worked at this company. I'm like, who? Like how? Who the fuck's over here? Yeah. Randos. Wildcats, man, we'd be out here. All right, um, I haven't clicked this link yet, but Jamal, I feel like you have something to say. What the? Uh, oh, about an ESPN employee. Wait, what? The mall's got something to say. Wait, you talking about the the safe steel shit? Yeah. Oh no! Nah, what happened? Just, nah, I guess she got like, hit with like a just a, a random, errant like ball from a, uh, at a, at a golf spot. <laughs> That's not just from anybody either. I think John Rom's number two ranked in the world right now. Yeah, like I, I, I saw the Spaniard. It's fucking an serious. errant ball coming, an errant ball hitting you in the face is funny as shit. Yeah, no, and I just thought it was funny. <laughs> it was a white one, and she was bragging about it on ESPN that day. So. Wait, so she was bragging about yeah. getting hit in the face with a ball. Well, not that her. She was, she was doing the uh the Hubert the Hubert Davis shit. About the uh, ball. I got you. Remember? Well, he no, like, she got a white husband. She's very proud yeah, of her white husband. Her, her, her white husband and her beautiful mixed children on ESPN one day. Yeah, okay. I thought you she said was it was that day. day, not that day. But no, yeah, no, I no. appreciate you said that. I have something similar to this, I tangentially related. Did, did y'all see like what was going on with like Bronny this week? Oh, the, uh, I did. Bro, who the fuck cares about kids? I don't know why people are so. Uh, uh, that was weird as fuck. So, yeah. So one, it's weird because he's seventeen. It's a prom. Yeah. Like, why the hell do you care so much that this prom date is white, right? But like, is there? So let's say like Bronny's twenty-one and his girlfriend is white. Do this? Does it stop then? No, people always want to have something. No, do. definitely doesn't stop then. It was just funny. There was uh, some what, funny I will say I don't say it definitely doesn't stop then. I think it depends on what he's doing. If he's just if he doesn't go to the league and he's just like the son of LeBron James is rich and going to college, because like 
Diddy's kids, if they dated a white woman right now, you just wouldn't know or you wouldn't care, right? And it's similar to that. If he goes to the league and does it, you'll hear about it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then people, it, it's just going to be a bunch of memes, dude. That's all it is. I don't think I know, it matters. I'm probably like the wrong done, person but... to have this conversation just because, like, I, I clearly have a white wife, you know, so I'm probably biased one way or another. But, like, I just, so, I don't understand. Oh, like cool. why the fuck people care what's going on with someone else's pants like for me like you know love relationships and all that shit it's like i feel like people really don't choose who they love like that shit just happens you can choose what you act on but like what you're attracted to and like who you love and get feelings for like you can't really determine those things that's just it just it just happens you know so yeah the internet man people always care that, that's the thing with the internet now like it's just the strangest it. fucking concept to me, though, that, like, Dude, think about people it, like, want somebody to do something that, like, they may be, like, unhappy with just because it looks visually appealing to you. Like, I don't know. Like, don't I don't know. That's just, just strange. Shit, man. Like, there was that, that comedian. Did you guys see that tweet that comedian said about uh, Rihanna and ASAP's kid after she had the baby? Mm-mm. It was like, uh, I don't know if she had the baby yet. Yeah, she had a boy. It was, like, two days ago, I want to say. It's probably mm-hmm. the worst day of a lot of men's lives. I can't blame them. Fucking um, uh, clubs back open. Who's that? That's uh, the funniest picture. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. That shit was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they gonna run with that. That, <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Damn, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was I talking about? The baby comedian tweet. Oh yeah, she just said something about like uh, ASAP Rocky and Rihanna's kids. Either I hope he's gay. If not, he's just gonna be another handsome male loser. Like, bro, that's hella random. Like, it was, it was a, a, a comedian made this tweet. She deleted it, too. Everybody screenshotted it. <laughs> people are weird. People are just yeah. weird in general. People are just weird. I think is what it is. Because, yeah, I, why do you I care about like like, Yeah, I think there's, like, a lot of, like, just unhappy, lonely fucking people who use yeah. the internet, yeah, social media to try to find a, 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 I don't know, some something they belong to. The internet is the best and the worst thing ever. That's it's fact. by far the worst. It's just stupid. Yeah, no. Nah. The Browning thing definitely exemplified that. Because, like, you see it, like, why do you, you don't care. <laughs> There's uh, 9 million uh, 17-year-old black kids that probably went to prom with a white girl this year. But it's somebody who you just happen to see a picture of. And you, yeah, about it. After LeBron did the same thing. He's got to be coming up. Hey, and speaking of LeBron doing the same thing, that chick that he took to prom, the white girl, two years in a row, she was definitely pregnant in that first pick. Their hands were definitely more spread out. Their hands were definitely like wrapping around something. She looked like this is the NBA conspiracy theories, I believe. But that only, yeah, LeBron didn't get that Hummer because he uh was going to the league, got that Hummer because somebody was like, Listen, we got to put some shit together. We can't have you having this on you. Farrakhan came to him and gave him that number. If we really thinking about it. Lay GM was making cuts early. <laughs> Off the roster. Out of here. I want to know what Savannah thinks about that picture. You ain't worried about her. <laughs> she got the king. <laughs> I know. She, But you know, my door is open. But women are just petty in kind of a way that, like, she probably still brings that up. You know, Bronny only took that girl to prom because you took that girl to prom, right? You remember oh, Jessica? <laughs> you remember Jessica, LeBron? Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Savannah bring that up. She don't care Daphne. about her, but, but she makes sure he cares about her. Like, what? What, what did you gotta say about Daphne? Mm-mm. Remind me what you were thinking that night. 
You would smile because you know she saw the memes. You were smiling hard as hell that day. No, no, no. She brought it up. God damn it. I had one more thing that popped in my head that's not on this, and I can't remember it now. Shit. I like we had a stat field episode. I hope niggas can do math. Probably. Yo, we, we on that uh, Ubisoft game drop next week? That three on three rollerblading game? Oh, yeah, man. You've <laughs> it's free to play. I am. Uh, Siphon I, Filter I'm... is gonna, uh, when it comes back, it's gonna have uh, trophies. It's gonna be on the new PlayStation Plus. So, mm. all those oh. uh, trophies? Not all of them. That's just the one that they announced so far. Blake, we were talking about it earlier uh, before you got on how we're gonna figure out how we're gonna pay for the, or like if we're gonna pay for the highest tier. Are you about to play for the, the, PlayStation Game Pass. Their name is so dumb for PlayStation. PlayStation Plus. I, I told you I have PlayStation now. Like, I already have it. Okay, so it just converts over. Yeah, so you got it. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna? You have a game that you're looking forward to checking out, or just like no, just kind of look through and see what you find. No, or not even do that. You're not gonna pay any old stuff. I don't really have any aspiration to know. I can't say I do. <laughs> I'm a fan of witness. My first game I'm gonna play is is uh, Demon Souls, so it's not old at all. Hey man, you gotta no, stream that, dude. Stream no, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta I have that. We gotta we gotta stream some games together, man. We have them. Three on three rollerblading. Uh, oh, that shit's about to be. I feel like that shit's gonna be fun. I hope. I'll um, find out. Mac Miller's drug dealer got sentenced to seventeen point five years for the lethal sale of fentanyl. That's it. I feel like I've seen people get hit with crazy numbers dealing with fentanyl. Yeah, that's just crazy. Just oh, that's scared. what, yeah. that's what it was. Did you, have y'all watched uh, Cat Williams stand up on Netflix? The new one? Nah, no. Is it worth checking out? That's just funny, dog. Um, he he made this joke. Um, just talking about like how remember <laughs> when they said they were running out of chicken wings? Yeah. And like uh-huh. um, then wings stopped at thigh stop, but he's like, they never said they were running out of chickens. So <laughs> you don't have any more wings. Like uh, that's that's that shit was funny. I w- would you have laughed at that joke if you were still vegan, or would you have just been mad that they talked about killing chickens? I wasn't never that way. That, no, that would have still been funny. Um, he's not one of those vegans. Yeah. No, I know he's not one of those. I just don't know if he would have brought it up. That was a great joke, though. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it is a good joke, and I'm honestly curious, like, how did that work? Because it's That's not a great like <laughs> they don't got more thighs than they have wings. Yeah, or I mean, remember the price was just wrong for to support them commercially at that level. That's probably yeah. what it was. It was like <laughs> you didn't run out though. There wasn't. There couldn't have been a shortage if you had thighs. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I dog. I was so down bad for a little while, like because oh, I I make chicken wings like two weeks a night, like whenever I'm just like. Before we do the pod, cool. Mara's not home. I'll throw some wings in the air fryer or something like that. Like it was like, dog, you gotta buy your wings weeks in advance because they are not there. I um, almost bought some from my bad from BJ's today, and the it was like twenty four dollars for like a bag of like the pre made ones. I'm like, dude, like yeah. this seems expensive. <laughs> That's all, that, how many were in the bag? Uh, it might have been like forty or something. The frozen ones Does that seem like a lot. No, yeah, 40 wings is about okay, that yeah. Oh. yeah, that sounds about right. I feel like they used to be a little bit less. Like, you know, the Tyson it, it ones with, like, honey barbecue. It, it, it definitely it, did it, used yeah. to be less, but for yeah. the last, like, f- 
five or so years, I feel like it was about that. Dog, uh, shout out to Go Philly Black Business. They Wednesday 50 cent on Wednesdays no more. They 75 cent. I feel like once they open this new location, they're about to change the prices again. You think it's going to go up? No, I think they're about to go back down because they're going to have oh, a second yeah, spot. Man. We lit, man. Yeah. Dog, I'm going to get an American Deli, man. No, nah, we don't have those. You got to get one, man. I don't understand why our area doesn't have any of the cool shit. Oregon will have stuff. Hey, no homo. Like all the other states around us, we haven't shit. Away. What is oh, it? really? Yeah. That's not, that's not, that's good for you. Why you say it like that? Because you have a route. Okay, never mind. I'm only... <laughs> You're in that area quite often. You basically went to Decatur. Cool. I'm like, you okay. was like a top Beamer type of guy. All right, relax. Shout out to the uh, what's that bus that go over there? Jaden McDaniel's energy. It's all you. Better way has hello schools. Now that you just mentioned it, Jaden McDaniel's has a federal way tattoo. Never seen that shit before in my life. Absurd. Yes, (laughs) I followed the playoffs. My dad, I guess, like works with his dad or something too, because he was here when they were playing. That's how it That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, what is? Did you see the tattoo? Did you look it up? I saw it on the game, like on what, like when they were playing. Oh no, I gotta look. This when they're playing the Grizzlies, yeah, Jaden McDaniels has a federal way tattoo. What does tattoo look like? It's on his arm, I believe. Is it to a federal way? Or feds? It says federal way. It's feds, and that's just throwing up f's. <laughs> Oh my God! Come on, show me his arm. Yeah, shit. Shout out the Federal Way, my alleged place of work. Or I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, getting a Federal Way tattoo is hilarious. I can see the way on this one. Yeah, think about it. Somebody would be like, uh, "Oh shit, Miami blew a 26 point lead. They only up by eight. What the hell is going on in the playoffs, man? Oh, you hold on. Oh, that's hella small. Federal way. We're probably going to have the same one. Oh, no. I, I, got uh, if I had like the CSI camera, like enhance, enhance, enhance. Uh, <laughs> there's a picture. Hold on. Click on. Uh, You got to click on the, 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 the arm out like that. And then the second picture under it is him. Yeah. Okay. Let me scroll back out. Arm out like top what? Left one. That top left one. That one. And then scroll down and you'll see him in like a purple jersey. Why are we getting different Google results? Why are we getting different Google results? Yo, right, somebody look. made Mike Tyson a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Why is it? Because oh, I have. Like I have Jaden McDaniels tattoo typed in. You probably don't have that. I do. Right there, you see it. Yep. Oh, uh, tell the small. That wasn't the one I was looking at. No, whatever. Here, I got it pulled up. I'm gonna just share my screen. Hold on. All right. Um, Z, my diamond is G cut. You can see it right there. Everybody's like, "Yo, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> the the two people who are going to watch the video of this every week 
You'll see what we're looking at. Shout out to you. You think someone got like a Rustin tattoo? That's not a city, though. At this point, I'm Rustin is a no, city. No, it is a city. And at this really? point, I, I'm it not is. sure. Because I'm sure there is just somebody somewhere with a tattoo of every city that anybody's ever lived in. Brown's Point. Yep. There's somebody out there. Someone. Mm. Like the weirdo dude that you'll never ever speak to, never look at, none of that. Probably it's Brown's somebody, Point Pyro. Somebody from <laughs> Okay. I'm not going that far. But somebody from Brown's Point got like BP tattooed on their arm. They're like <laughs> something. Something Oh, I'm from Brown's Point, just like from Des Moines, man. No, nah, it's too many people. Yeah, shout out to Des Moines. You, got, you drop packages out there, man. Nah, nah that's funny. Hmm. Um, nah, but uh, <laughs> um, I've uh, you stuttering. Nah, some work shit, and I'm kind of high. So, <laughs> he yeah. dropped something off in Brown's Point. <laughs> I said Des Moines, man. You getting mixed up. Yeah. Hey, you got the old other side of the city, but shit, we got anything else showing to go over? Nah, that's it for no. me, your boy. Damn, man. Well, episode fifty-seven. Oh, did we? Uh, we didn't go over the uh the players. I wore fifty-seven because after nah, after you, the fifties, it's getting nasty. You got them. Yeah. You want me to name them off, or you got them? Shout out to Honey Jones. He used to have a little travel like cooking show or whatever, man. He had the little Jerry curl too, with the big ass glasses. He <laughs> did have that too. I'm wrong. Bart that, Scott, Blake. Not Blake wearing the number, just Bart Scott and Blake are the same person. Wow. Nah. <laughs> uh what Olin Krutz? Krutz? Yep, Krutz. Bears legend. CJ Mosley. Dude, he's on a dude, super random. Uh Olin Krutz is on like a Bears podcast or some like Bears show, yep. like local media. He show. does like the oh, number one shit. Bears podcast. He, he, okay, like, hold on. Co host or something. Choked out his co host? Yeah, he choked him out and got fired. Oh, yep. I've seen Before, it. I, I, somebody posted it in the chat, and I remember, he, like, you see him get on top of him, and it's like, yo, this looks terrifying. Because you know offensive linemen be losing weight, but their hands still be big yeah, and rugged. Like, yeah. <laughs> he put his hands on, dude, and it's like, like, yo, you're not going. We were younger, but we all know that name. Like, we all know that name. Because like he, he used to have the beer that hung out his fucking, like, yep. chin strap. Yeah. Right, before we go, I got to – you all got to see this. Because right, – um, on the herd this week, um, Joy Taylor did. No, she. They were having some conversation about just like impossibly large people, and she was telling a story about like how um, when she saw Jonathan Ogden in person for the first time, and she was saying to her brother like, "You're supposed to like, you think you're gonna go push him around and like get past him and stuff like that." And I was like, I remember him being like comically large, but yes. I haven't seen him for a while. Yeah, so I went to go look him up, mm-hmm. and. There's a bunch of pictures of him with Shaq. God damn. It's <laughs> a big ass dude. Damn. Wait, go back to that Allen. last picture. Look how Ezekiel Elliott looked. Uh, Zeke looked like fucking me right there. Like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> He's by far the smallest person in that picture. So this is him back in high school, I think, right here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just stupid. But hey, um, him I next to Larry like, Allen, he, he should have been being paid in college. I don't know where he went to college or <laughs> when. He should have been being paid. Look how big that man is. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. It's him hugging a normal sized person. 
I think that might be Tony Gonzalez, actually. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it looks like Tony Gonzalez. His, <laughs> look at his hand. His hand goes from his fucking ribs to his God, spine damn. with no issue. Stupid. Yo. Is this, is this Vince Young? No, that's Mario. No, Williams. I don't know who that is. Oh, is Mario Williams? Williams? No, that's not him. I feel like uh, who who uh, not Walter Jones. There was another big Orlando Pace is like this too. Orlando when Pace is like, that large? You, yeah, I feel like when you see Orlando Pace big. next, to people, I know he's big. Like, oh yeah, like <laughs> why is he so much bigger than everybody else? I guess it's more maybe wide than tall. He's just a round person. <laughs> look, look at his look at his Hall of Fame buff, his picture. This one? Nah, the one with the, with oh. the gold jacket on. Like, why is that man so wide? Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, he's just largely built. <laughs> look, look, at his, look at his hand, dog. <laughs> Everything about him is just head. large. Yeah, it is yeah. a big ass hand. What about little, little kids' podium you got Come here? Come on, dog. Don't put him. <laughs> Podium is a quarter of his size. This is the same podium with Randy yeah. Moss. It's actually like normal size. <laughs> Randy Good Moss night. got both hands on the top, and Orlando Pace is about to break the fucking podium by looking at it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Holy shit. All right. I, I need like a trending holiday type size player to get to the Hall of Fame just so we can see the <laughs> Just so they can stand next to one of these guys. Yeah. Uh, RIP to fucking three cones career, by the way. Yeah. That sucks, man. I hope he finds peace and happiness somewhere. Goddamn. Damn, been easy on him. Doug, watching somebody somebody pop their Achilles might be my least favorite injury. Yeah, that's kind of. You can hear it, see it, feel it. Nah, I'm good. That seems terrifying. It'd be making me, like, I sit back in my seat. I don't bend my feet forward or nothing when I see that shit. Mm-mm. All right. So that's what that's about it. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. It gotta be. Hey, man. I'm just gonna keep looking at comically large people for the rest of the night. <laughs> hey, man. Anybody that's uh, listening to this, uh, thank you for continuously listening to our podcast. And hey, man, show us love. You know where to follow us at. Uh, see Unfocused on Twitter. See you, uh, Unfocused. Peace. 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 I can't